and welcome to Lord Up, the show where we take <laughs> someone who has the experience of gamer game franchise and walk them through the full story. Uh, the reason why we're giggling is sim- very simple, is because we just tried to do the intro a minute ago and all of us started giggling because we we, we are all adult juiced. Um, and we have just finished Kingdom Hearts Remind DLC. The I'm... most chaotic, sorry. sorry. You are joined by Jason Neal. <laughs> My name is Monty Zander, I'm joined by Neil. Hello. And Chase. Hi. Yeah, we have just had, if you've not listened to it yet, I haven't listened to it back, but presumably the most chaotic episodes of Lord Dump history uh, it, with, with, with Kingdom Hearts Remind. Um, um, it's well, Remind. Part, part Please, God. Recall in mind. We, we're about to cover Melody Memory. Chase will explain all about that in a moment. I would just like to announce here, the rest of the episode will all be done in song form. So if we can all start warming up, that would be great. <laughs> Well, we know from previous episodes, Chase, you have a beautiful singing voice. Thank you, I try. <laughs> Thank you, I try. Oh, lovely. I know. Um, so a couple of things on this. Number one is um, we, just a very quick one, two sentence tops recap. Um, so Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind DLC is Sora's a ghost and he time travels back. <laughs> he's, he's been a ghost He goes boy. through all the specific carts and then at the end realises he didn't have to do that. And then, and, then he up, and then he meets up with Kyrie and he reunites all the crystals that Kyrie turned into. Kyrie turned Kyrie, Kyrie turned didn't into die. Crystal. She yeah, turned into a bunch, a bunch yeah, of several crystals. crystals. And then he turns to she turns to a crystal and then because of the power of hearts and friendship he is in space. <laughs> and then he reunites all of the locks and then space, basically what happens is we finish Kingdom Hearts all we need to know is that Sora goes back in time to the last third of Kingdom Hearts 3 he jumps through people through as a ghost he saves Kyrie. Kyrie's brought to life and as a result Zora Sora gets transformed Zora he's he's very focused on we during during the interim between these episodes we I showed them the yo Zora fight as well as that that full ending I'm trying to simplify it. Right on the brain. He jumps into the final world. He so that Kyrie's brought back to life, and Sora gets banished to somewhere else where there is an anime boy who is called Yozora, but and he's like, "Your name's not Sora," to the real Sora, and, and Yozora like, says, "I'm not supposed to. I don't normally look like this. Why are you saying that you're Sora? I am Sora. I've been sent here to save someone called Sora, so I'm going to fight you to the death." Um, and then they're on the rooftop in Quadratum. Uh, the, the sort of Tokyo stand-in and then the canon ending is that Sora beats Yozura and Yozura says oh I guess my powers aren't needed yet and disappears and wakes up in a car in Final Fantasy or something along with Nomura's dreams of Final Fantasy oh, versus 13 yes. ever which we learned about last episode. It was very sad. But very quickly, what, what we're going to be covering this floor dump is um, we're going to be covering Melody of Memory, first of all. But there's it's almost three parts to this. Number one is Melody of Memory. Number two is we're going to discuss some fan theories because we'll officially then be caught up. Uh, we have just watched in the break between Remind and this, we've watched the Kingdom Hearts 4 trailer and the uh, Missing Link trailer. So we have as much information as you guys as soon as Melody of Memory is over. And then after we've done Melody of Memory fan theories, we're then going to ask 
some fan Q&As. So first of all, um, thank you so much for uh, the questions, uh, legitimately, uh, that I asked for 24 hours ago and somehow we have a whole bunch already to start working through, which is amazing. Yeah, uh, second you. to that is, I just want to say um, thank you so much to those of you that bought the merch um, because we didn't mention oh, that last episode. Legends. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. We're going to match. It's going to be really cute. It is going to be. We're going to match. It's going to look great. Absolutely um, blown away by that. Thing. Expand the cult. And we expand the cult. <laughs> Snort the Nort t-shirt's coming soon. <laughs> and without, without the way, Chase, Melody of Memory, what is this? Welcome... <laughs> My dear friends, my beautiful viewers, to currently the most recent game in our beloved Kingdom Hearts timeline. Fully caught up. We've reached it. the end. Can't believe it. I know. Now, granted, I, I do put an asterisk on that because we do know Kingdom Hearts 4 has been announced in the interim between us doing Kingdom Hearts 3 and uh, this most recent slate of episodes. We do know uh, Kingdom Hearts 4 as well as Missing Link. Technically, this isn't the end of the timeline, but it is of the released game. So this is, to be honest, not a lot of new information comes out of this game. Um, there are there are bits, and there are very important bits that come out, but largely Melody of Memory serves as a recap of the series up to this point. It takes place during, if you remember from Remind's finale, we've said that for the, the, the last year, people have been searching for Sora and clues as to where Sora has gone. Because they don't believe he's dead. Kyrie specifically has been... She's essentially put herself forward as a test subject for the researchers at Ansem's lab in the castle. Right. Saying, I think that, you know, the memories in my hearts might have some clues. You know, let's dive into my heart and see. And so that's what this game is. Is This is uh, the year in which she goes through, in her memories, the events of the entire series up to this point recapping our whole story, Kyrie does a lore dump. The entire game is Kyrie doing a lore dump. This, this all sounds okay, but it doesn't sound musical enough for me. Well, yeah, Neil's hinting towards it. What is the gameplay, Chase? What is it's a rhythm game. game. <laughs> yeah. And it's actually, like, a pretty decent rhythm game. Okay. I, I, I have beaten it, and it's... There are some challenging bits of it. I really enjoy it. Usually it's it's somewhat of a, for those who have played other Square uh, Enix rhythm games, they all tend to be kind of character runs along a path and on that path are your uh, rhythm button prompts. So this is usually, you'll be in a group of three. Of course, you start out with our classic Sword Donald Goofy, mm -hmm. walking along the three paths and then, you know. Don't know how Kyrie has a memory have, of that. Know, they might have to jump, they might have to attack, they might have to block, they might have to magic. You know, all those attacks as they walk along their path and all of the rhythm yeah. bits, they're, it's heartless enemies. Is it, what's the, what is the musical? Is, is it the, because the Kingdom Hearts soundtrack it's, is incredible. It's, so. Exactly, it's, it's the soundtrack cool. for the whole cool. series. Cool. And it's always, like, if you are going into, we're recapping the memory of the battle versus Ansem in Kingdom Hearts 1. Right. It's a boss battle, you are fighting Ansem to the boss music from Ansem. And is this a console release? This is, I could play this, this was, right now. So this is uh, entered the generation of Square being We Want Money and releasing Kingdom Hearts on literally everything. It is on all consoles, Switch, PC, probably your smart fridge. <laughs> you know, you can play Melody Memory wherever you want. Right. I'm sure there will be a phone release at some point. Awesome. Okay. Let's go. Uh, I've, I've got I've got on the screen here uh, the the artwork for Melody of Memory. Um, this isn't important, but I like minor artistic details. Is there anything cool slash weird about this art to you guys? Riku and Mickey are together. 
There's three Soras, whereas there's only one of every other character. I don't know if that's important. Uh, that's that's what I'm getting at. Mm. Can can you see what's... Oh, it's Sora from Kingdom Hearts 1, yeah. Kingdom Hearts 2, and Kingdom Hearts 3. And then specifically, it's three rows of characters. All the Kingdom Hearts 1 characters in a row, all the Kingdom Hearts 2 characters in a row, and then all the Kingdom Hearts 3, quote-unquote, because there technically Burned by Sleep phases, was between... Yeah. It's, it's our three phases. That's pretty neat. Yeah, as, of... as, as you go further down the dive into Kyrie's heart, we're getting deeper into the lore. As always, um, the 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 hand drawn art style of the characters oh, is absolutely lovely. stunning. Squares, it's one of the best bits. Squ- I mean, for God, fifty years at this point, Square's hand drawn art will always be immaculate. I will be honest. I am skipping over the entire recap. If you want the recap, listen to our entire God thirty ish plus hour now. This yeah. is part thirteen. <laughs> Unlucky number thirteen. Oh my God. It's the darknesses. <laughs> this wasn't planned, but I love it. It's the unfinished Nomura project. <laughs> oh my god. Mm. But no, so I will be kind of skipping over the bulk majority of the game. Totally fine. Up until kind of where we get important new details, which is essentially after the conclusion of her recap of Kingdom Hearts 3. Therefore, you might be wondering, dear listener, why this episode is as long as it is, when in reality, Chase has, what, three pages of notes? Four pages of notes? Yeah, not much. Uh, But that's why we're adding the fan theories into this, as well as the uh, Q&A, because... Padding. But also because this is the furthest into Kingdom Hearts we are getting, so we want to discuss where we're at, what the situation is, before whatever the hell happens next happens. Right, let's get through this musical crap. I want to answer some questions. (laughs) What are questions? So, Kyrie awakens to find herself in the final world. Also rocking some dope bling. Look at... Oh, I think I do remember that. I love her Kingdom Hearts 3 outfit. I'm obsessed with it. Um, I mean, I'm obsessed with most Square Enix fashion. Square Enix is always the most fashion-forward with their character designs, but Mm. hers especially is my favorite. Anyway, um, she looks down at herself in the water, but suddenly she gets uh, a horrible headache. And um, you you, you two, you know, we know we know what a horrible headache means. A hangover. Well, in Kingdom Hearts. Oh, darkness. No. Well, that is what it's meant in Union Cross. No, it's (laughs) always meant. A lovely rush of flooding back memories. Oh, you're right, yes. Okay. As we flash back to Kyrie during her time as a child in Radiant Gardens, Ooh. where we see her running away from the Heartless. She tries to get into the gates of the is castle. This, is this around the time she met Aqua? Uh, presumably. Yeah. So she's trying to get away from these Heartless, running away, trying to get into the castle grounds, um, but is unable to. The gate's locked. She turns around as we see the apprentice Xehanort. Pteranort. Reaching down for her. Well, mm. Apprentice Xehanort. But, but he's yes. also Pteranort. It's also Pteranort, yes. Cool, cool. Um, seemingly controlling the Heartless behind him, so, you know. At oh, this point, he grabbed Kyrie back in the day? He, he kidnaps Kyrie. <gasps> oh, okay. Is this we something s- then presumably Kyrie's forgotten? Like repressed memory kind of stuff? Presumably. Yeah, or else she'd look wow. at Pteranort on the battlefield and be like, It's him! We see Kyrie later awaken in a dark room with the apprentice Xehanort telling her how this world along with everyone she loves is going to be engulfed in darkness. Right. He tells her that if she is truly a princess of heart, her heart will resonate with a keyblade wielder and lead Xehanort to that wielder's world. He's trying to find keyblade wielders, but he tells her that is the only way 
for her to save this world. This is more than an experiment, it's hope. If they don't find Keyblade wielders, the worlds will fall to darkness. Sorry Chase, when does this happen uh, in the game? This is the opening of the gameplay. Well, so th this is basically after all the gameplay is done. <laughs> Right. All okay. the gameplay is done. This is when we are now in like new content territory. Cool. cool so cool. from a lore perspective, she has delved to the depths of her heart. So she's finding these repressed memories all the way in the depths of her okay, heart. Cool. Okay. 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 You know, she's come to the final world in her heart, which is, you know, the final yeah, depths yeah, yeah. of her heart kind of thing. Gotcha. So he tells her that he's sending her out as a princess of heart to find a Keyblade wielder, essentially, because that's going to be the only hope for saving this world from darkness. Little does he know that he's got a dope future Keyblade wielder right there. Literally. He tells her that there are countless worlds and that fate will guide her ship through the Sea of Stars to where she's meant to be. He continues that if she arrives in a world that is neither light nor darkness, but somewhere on the other side, her task will be far from easy. If that happens, she must abandon her search. They failed. We zoom out from Kyrie in her pod as it activates. Oh, oh my goodness. It's the Ark. It's, it's the, the lifeboat from Union Cross and Kingdom Hearts 1, but then later Union Cross. There's only three. This is the pods. Kingdom. No, no there's seven. Four. Do you know what this one is specifically? This is the one from Kingdom Hearts 1. Yeah. yeah. The one that's in Hollow Bastion. Oh my How God. does this end up in the world that never was, or the whatever it's called? It, because of the end of the world. Because assumedly that's, 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 that's Hollow Bastion falling side. apart. Oh. Oh. Okay. So we finally come back to the one all the way back then from oh Kingdom Hearts One. What, what else does he try to do with those pods then? Because that's a is a time machine. Basically. No. no. So this is this is very important. Is that this is? So if you if you remember, one of the big questions is. Kyrie grew up in the Radiant Gardens. Yes. How did she get to Destiny, um, Destiny Islands? With some people presuming that maybe they're in the same world. Mm. No. Xehanort sent her out in a lifeboat. And then through a combination of the powers of a Princess of Heart resonating with Keyblade Wielder combined with Aqua's spell yeah. that she would find the people who she protect her, she ended up landing with Sora and Riku. So presumably then, just, just so I understand this a bit more then, so the, the Kairi's lifeboat, the one that she's in the pod that she's yes. in right now, presumably there's a version of that just like floating in the sea in Destiny Islands. It's far, far to see, they never found it, but it's there's one of those is Probably. in Destiny Islands. Wow, okay, okay. Also, we can, we can kind of assume just based on it all that this is a complete pod. Remember that the lifeboat in Union Cross was incomplete, hence why it wasn't able to ferry a body. Yes. Obviously, Kyrie still has her body, so I mean, it's a science lab. You know, they're all scientists. We can assume they just finished it. And presumably, the way that Xehanort is able to, because it looks identical, right? So the way that Xehanort is able to design this, the way he's been able to figure out how it looks, how it works, is pure just because he has the old memories locked inside of him, right? And he's able to access no. bits of those. No. What old memories does he have locked inside of him? Oh, the, the memories from Union Cross. What memories from Union Cross? Uh, mm. Oh God, yeah, he's got. He's he not Chantil. He carries no memories from Union Cross because we've undone the greatest twist of Union Cross. You're absolutely right. Sorry. Oh no. I forget how much I hate Dark Road. There still, there still is. There's should reason. Be. There's really should it be. There's reason why he knows this. <laughs> Anyhow. Anyhow. And this is actually something that we've known about since way back in I think Kingdom Hearts two or three. Where in Ansem Report number 11, we read that supposing there is a close relationship between the princesses and the Keyblade, it seems likely that they'll resonate with each other. 
I, that being Ansem, have chosen one special girl. I don't know if she possesses a power like that of the princesses, but there is a chance, and this is an experiment. She may lead me to the place where the one is holding the key. I shall send her off to the ocean to other worlds. So we've known about this for games and games and games and games. So you called this, Neil. You, Kyrie is the girl that Lee and uh, I forget the nope. name of Lee's little friend. No! How is this not the girl? This is the girl that they want to go and help. I will get back to that girl. Oh, God. Oh, God, there's two girls. This okay. Is, this is not that girl. Oh, okay, right, continue. This is little old Kyrie being sent off to the Destiny Islands. Right. Awesome. Back in the final world, we see um, our, our favorite, uh, the Kyrie Crystal. Oh. The Crystal. Oh. Which one? Which, which oh, one the, of the The eight? one that's in, like, it's rose form. It's complete okay, rose form. Complete. Oh, yeah. She reaches out for it as it splits into pieces. Oh, no. I can't. And she chases them about the final world because would it really be a final world if she wasn't chasing pieces around? Sure. After a while, she comes face to face with a hooded Roby. <gasps> she tells them to show their face and they oblige, revealing Xehanort. <gasps> he's in the, oh, of course he's in the final world. He's dead. Yeah, if it weren't for everything that you've done. Well, I mean, also, this is the final world made up of her memories. So this is in her heart. So this is memories in her inner heart. The man that pretty much killed her, almost killed her. Exactly. Uh, yeah, he would be here. Memories in her inner heart. So yeah, so she's like, bro, F off. It's your fault that Sora's gone. It's your fault everything. And he's like, yeah, I did that. That's me. But he kind of implies here that Sora's disappearance was his plan because he, he states how destroying Kairi ultimately led to Sora's disappearance. Uh-huh. And the way that it's worded seemingly implies that Sora's disappearance was part of Xehanort's plan. Oh god, I hope not. <laughs> well, maybe just maybe so, just done with maybe, just, you, maybe just that, maybe just maybe just as a, a sort of revenge contingency more than anything. Maybe I guess Sora did usurp his entire plan of you it, know, Kingdom Hearts darkness. Well, exactly. It may be me reading too far into it, but it does somewhat <laughs> read like he planned for. Okay. Sort of to, to to very quickly um go over this. So he's in the the final world. Is he waiting to get into heaven or hell? No, no, no. So this this isn't the final oh, world. Of course it's this memories, is it's memories, it's just sorry, memories sorry, in her yeah. heart. She's been to the final world. Right. She has that in her heart. Got you. It's just a memory Xehanort. Presumably, you know, actual Xehanort did go to the final world. And so memories memories Xehanort implying something about Sora's death doesn't really matter at all because it's just a memory. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, yeah. The, but the memories may be clues is what she's saying okay, um anyway anyway so uh Kyrie fights Xehanort who I would very much like to point out Xehanort absolutely fights her with no weapon he's just like batting her sword away with his bare hand wow. fair enough yeah and he keeps grabbing it literally at one point he holds her up by the keyblade wow um <laughs> the line he's holding Kyrie up by the keyblade Holding the keyblade, Kyrie is dangling from it, helpless, and he just looks at her and goes, "You become quite the keyblade wielder." Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. this sass, the yeah. absolute sass. I mean, I mean, for context, he's kind of like Yen Sid's done a good job for being a retired master. Oh. <laughs> Patronizing prick. <laughs> he's not wrong though, Yen Sid. Well, no, he's, he is wrong. Yen Sid has done a terrible job. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, literally, just doesn't even have time to pull out his keyblade, and he's like. Uh, this world is created from your memories. And it's like, yes, we know this. Uh, she's searching for clues in her own heart, but like, fam, nothing new is going to be here. Everything you know is already here. The memories that would have been useful are going to be long gone. Also, mm. I would like to point out from past 
uh, the Kingdom Hearts 3 secret reports, Ansem did have an interest, as we saw with Subject X, in delving into hearts to find lost memories. Okay. Which is exactly what she's doing here. So, you know... Interesting. He does know that you can delve deeper into hearts to find repressed things. Hmm. Kyrie is the first character uh, canonically that's been able to do this, is she? No. Sora's no? done it. Has Sora done it? Dive back into his own memories? Oh, sorry. Well, we well, could well, argue in, in, into his own memories, yes. Right. But, I mean... I, I wouldn't assume that it's anything special. I oh, assume okay. it's just the first time we're seeing it. This isn't a special ability unique to Kyrie. No, 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 no. And okay. it's also, it, it's it's mainly facilitated by the researchers at Anson's lab anyway. You know, probably using the research notes left by Xehanort during his time as an apprentice doing this to Subject X. Mm. Right. So, 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 so Xehanort has already attempted something like this with Subject X. Yes. Who, remember, Subject X, Ooh. who is not Kyrie, is the girl in the basement. That's interesting. Okay. So yes. It's Trollezia then, right? She's yeah. dead. Yeah, but there's got to be a way that he remembers. Oh, shut up. Everyone's died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, finally, Xehanort's like, I done playing around, pulls out his Keyblade, and immediately just one-shots Kyrie. <laughs> just the second he pulls out the Keyblade. Oh, bless her. But suddenly, she blocks him. Oh. Using Sora's Keyblade? <gasps> the Kingdom Key? Xehanort chuckles, saying... I remember it was the Kingdom Key. Were you impressed by, by that, guys? I, I, was, really, I was really impressed Zaynor, by that. Xehanort chuckles, saying, Ah, look who's joined us. And as Kyrie stands up, um, her form silently changes into that of Sora. How? Memories, isn't it? It's fine. Memories. Everything's possible. Memories. Now, one heart, one sky. <laughs> I would like to very much say, silently changes. As Xehanort says how, as he thought, Sora's voice can't reach them here. And now Xehanort is certain of where Sora is. Okay. So Sora absolutely wrecks Xehanort, obviously. Freeing a Kyrie shard. There was a Kyrie shard inside of Xehanort. Oh. Remember, remember we're looking for Kyrie shards? Through a rhythm game, Sora's like... Yes. Yes. Exactly. Or however the Xehanort theme goes. I don't know what the theme is. Exactly. <laughs> Was that the Mario theme you were doing? So Kyrie's form uh, returns to her own as Xehanort asks if she remembers what he told her all those years ago when he sent her off, and that within those cryptic words is the answer that she seeks. Kyrie wakes back up in the lab finally after a year and tells everybody of this cryptic hint of a world beyond light and darkness. Ansem the Wise ponders, saying how the other side of our world, of reality, unreality? Unreality. A fictional world. Unreality. And it's it's very important to note, this fictional world wording is the exact same wording, of course, that the Master of Masters used during his final conversation with Darkness back in Union Cross, Mm -hmm. when he was saying where he was going was to a world beyond light and darkness that not even he could conceive Mm -hmm. a fictional world. Okay. So... They're now questioning, is Sora in the same fictional world as the Master of Masters? Unfortunately, though, he says that such mysteries are brought on their comprehension, and Kyrie's like, we should ask Mickey and Yen Sid. Oh, yeah, Mickey's got all the answers. Yeah. <laughs> um, and suddenly, Riku appears, and he's like, yo, you're awake. Also, is there any news? Um, and presumably, this is immediately after the final scene of Remind, um, because he's like, I've just found out some news about Sora, and the fairy godmother is also there. So that she can connect the Kyrie and Riku pieces. 
She tells them that in order to find Sora, they need three keys. Three keys. Why? They need Riku, specifically his dreams from where they learned about the tall building city. Kairi, specifically her memories from which they learned about the world beyond light and darkness. Mm-hmm. But we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about uh, the third one though because first we're getting a recap from good old Answer the Wise. No, we don't. Okay. Of the realms. I thought we were almost well, done. So, so the as, realms. As, as you remember, there's three realms. There's yeah. light, darkness, and there's between. But there's also the data realm, the hologram yeah, realm, yeah, yeah. the dungeon, the dream these, realm. These are all places that you can travel. Where's the road to dawn again? <laughs> these are all places that you can travel because they are on our side, which also includes, of course, the worlds of memory, data, and dreams. Okay. So those six places, our side. Those six places form these three places. Okay. Yes. Yes. Ergo, the other side, from which voice cannot reach, is the fictional world. Right. So there's no memory, data, dreams, light, darkness, yada, yada. None of that is over on the other side. Why are they using the... I understand from a meta perspective, but in-universe, why do they think it's called the fictional world? That was my question. Because it goes beyond what they can conceive as their reality. That's still a weird word for it. They live in a universe of holograms, data realms, dreams... Magic. Because it doesn't match anything that they know in the real world. Because fictional implies that somebody created it. Yeah, someone wrote it. It's the wrong thing. Term for it. No, well, I understand from our perspective it might be, but I don't understand why like the fairy godmother and stuff would assume that it's a, a, a made-up story that's been it, written. It also, because I'm hoping that's not what you're building to, Chase, which is that the Master of Masters created this fictional world, because if that's the case, it is simply part of these other fictional worlds that the Master of Masters came up with. Well, no, because the other ones aren't fictional worlds. They're all reality. So this is all reality. This world right. seemingly doesn't belong in their reality. So if it is unreality, they're just calling unreality fiction. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, it's master, it's, master. it's unreality. It's not part of reality. And because it's not real, it must be fiction. Got you. With fiction being the opposite of real. Okay. 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 Well, we'll allow it. Not yeah. as in fiction we'll, being... We'll allow it. Not as in the definition of fiction being a created world by somebody as the arbiters of kingdom hearts lore from this point onwards we we, we accept that as the, as uh, the, yeah. with, with, a, with a raised eyebrow as we, the judges of canon yes we decide uh, we, we decide what canon so, is from now anyway on. Kyrie's like well yeah so there's a fictional world probably and that's what i wanted to ask mickey and Jensen about but God, fairy godmother's like don't they're, they're they're useless don't worry about them we don't care about them right nobody likes them and she's like <laughs> and she's like also you guys forgot about the third key you know you, you interrupted me before you let me talk about the third key Oh, I'm so sorry. I know. And she's like, there's a person with a very strong will and a precious dream. And Riku's like, who's that? And Fairy Godmother's like, I'll introduce you. I know him. Good pals. Great. All right. Besties. Who is it? She takes uh, Kairi and Riku to the real final world. So they're wandering around. We can just go uh, there now at any point, can we? we yeah, just, just purgatory, well, I guess. Well, well, yeah. I would assume that they are unable to just get there, but Fairy Godmother, like, it seems like the magical beings, like Fairy Godmother and Merlin, and potentially Ensid, have other powers beyond the scope of Keyblade powers. That makes sense. Who knows? Disney magic. Disney magic. Anyway, <laughs> so Kyrie's like, oh, I've been here with Sora, and also in my dreams, but also there's nobody there. And Fairy Godmother's like, what are you smoking? Look everywhere. There's stars <laughs> literally everywhere. Like, what do you mean there's nobody here? And Kyrie's like, oh, okay, sure. And they wander around. Before Fairy Godmother stops one, um, who she refers to at, she, she kind of walks up and she's like, oh, we finally found you, dear. Oh, um, yeah. And this is uh, the one that the Fairy Godmother is calling the final key. 
Kyrie introduces herself, and at the start, the, the key is kind of surprised that she's able to retain her appearance in this world, saying that how she met somebody who could do this. Um, meaning that this is our unnamed star that Maybe Sora met star. way back in Kingdom Hearts 3. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's the same one. So who is she? What's her deal? Well. well we've got the short list, don't we? Fairy Godmother reveals that this star, uh, so, so, so Riku's like, what's special with this star? You know, how is she going to help us? And Fairy Godmother's like, well, she came from the other side. She's from the other world. She's from uh, quad, quad, Quadratum, yeah. Quadratum, Quadratum. She's from Tokyo, Quadratum. From Tokyo. Okay. Um, so this this person's form was taken from her, but she was able to find her way here to the final world after her form was taken. Right. But if she were to go back to her world, back to Quadratum, her heart would certainly be swollen. Not swollen, stolen. <laughs> uh, to which I have a note of, yo, fairy godmother, why the hell do you know this? This is kind of creepy. It's creepy that she knows, but second, what, what does she mean by stolen? Can I, do, do, do it's it's not uh, elaborated on. That's it. just, the, it's the wording that Fairy Godmother uses, but it's not elaborated. Because somebody else would have to steal the heart, sort of idea. Or is it like Maleficence, where it goes back in time to get stolen and chucked into another world? Un, you know? Unclear. All we know is that if she goes back, her heart will be stolen by something. Okay, okay, interesting. So, Star Wonders the same thing about, you know, Fairy Godmother being really creepy and knowing all this, and Fairy Godmother just kind of, laugh, well, she laughs it off. She's like, ha ha ha, I'd magic you back if I could, but I can't, so sorry. <laughs> she but don't, that cheery voice, does she? But don't, but don't worry, your dream will come true soon. Because she's yeah, master of dreams. Yeah. All about dreams. She's like, it's going to come true. Um, and Riku's like, is the star's dream going to lead them to Sora? And Fairy Godmother's like, eh, kind of, but it's not that simple. First, it never is, is, it? It's never, it's never that simple. It's so first, is. they need to get to her world in the first place. Right. So the star can open a path for them, and then Riku can use the power of waking to use that path. Mm. So the star stops them, asking them, did you say Sora? And she's like, oh my gosh, I met Sora. Is, is he okay? And they're like, ha, no, he's gone. Dead, possibly? Also, do you know of a city with tall buildings... And then she's like, Quadratum? Which now is the first and only time that we've ever learned this name. Okay, so Quadratum. Okay, is this so. Trelezia though? Because spo spoilers, we looked at the, the Kingdom Hearts 4 trailer and it appears that Strelezia might sort of uh, well, be there when... Just to immediately dash that theory, oh, Fairy Godmother just said that if she goes back to her world, her heart's going to get stolen. Yeah. So, okay. assumedly, so no. Unless, well, oh, okay. unless Streletia somehow came to Union Cross from Quadratum. We don't know so, how long Quadratum's existed. I'd say the biggest thing to remember is that the star said how they were searching for somebody when Sora met them. Right. Which, of course, made everybody think, oh, it's Streletia looking for Lorium. Obviously, no dumb. We didn't hear the name. However... What did we hear Sora say in the finale of Remind? He said many things. Jason. That he'd heard of Yazora's name from somebody who was looking for him. <gasps> oh, so it's a loved one of Yazora. Yeah. Okay. Who is also from the other side. That makes sense. We yeah. need to start teasing stuff for Kingdom Hearts 4, right? Or else we're going with just com a complete blank slate. Um, cool. Okay. Yeah, so this is somebody from the other side, somebody assumedly very close to Yazora. And this is why I think that the Yazora thing goes beyond meta-commentary from the last game. And that it will probably play a plot point. Because we've clearly got more than one character. 
it also does so 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 it means then that Streletsia well, we'll get to Kingdom Hearts 4 trailer in a bit, but Streletsia being in the Kingdom Hearts 4 trailer is a completely new concept. Yes. Nobody anticipated this. This yes. is this does not make sense as far as we're concerned. Exactly. Wow. Okay, sorry, continue. This is interesting. Yeah. So yeah, so she's like, oh my gosh, Quadratum, that's, uh, it has more skyscrapers than anywhere else I know. And presumably Riku goes, what's a skyscraper? Yeah. But yeah, having a destination in mind, they're like, will you help? And she's like, I'm all game for helping Sore Boy. And Riku's like, thanks, I'm going to shoot you with my sword now. <laughs> so she's now the gateway to Quadratum. Yeah, so they, he shoots her with a sword, uh, turning her into a portal over to Quadratum. <laughs> Great, yeah. Um, Fairy Godmother's like, dope, cool, I done my job, Audi, Riku, up to you. Now, Kairi tries to go with him, but of course, Riku's like, no, 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 Keyblade Masters only. And she's like, oh, I need to get stronger, and then I'll be oh, no. next to you and Sora, so hopefully she'll finally be given plot in the next game. Oh, God, just let her go. Come just let her become stronger, on, man. Mara. Just like, like, she's been through a Keyblade like you keep War. keep hamstringing her. It's like... Yeah. She spent oh. a whole time in the Time Cube training with Axel. Just say yeah. she got strong enough in there. It's that. Why keep relegating her to the sidelines? This is a shit. Very frustrating. Oh, yeah. So she resigns herself to being the messenger to tell everybody else what happened. And Riku portals off. Alright. In the words of Master Yen Sid, Kairi, get good. Did you say Master Yen Sid? No, boo, no! <laughs> Master Yen Sid, we're back at his tower! No, what's he doing? What's he? What, what's what's Jensen saying? We're at our Wizzy Boys Tower. I'm useless, Sora. <laughs> Kyrie is meeting with him, Mickey, and uh, Dubal. Oh, screw this guy. Uh, Mickey is all worried about his boyfriend going alone, and he's like, "I need to go after him." M Mickey immediately tries to rush out the room to be like, "My boyfriend," and uh, Donald Goofy tackle him, and they're like, "No, no, no! Stop that! Or I'll take your key." Yes. Um, Yensid's like, Kyrie, um, that info, that definitely, like, it was definitely Apprentice Xehanort who told you about this dark world. Mm -hmm. Oh, geez. Well, that means that clearly Xehanort's known about this fictional world for ages and ages and ages, like, since he was a child, presumably. Okay. And we can't really ask him about it because, you know, he's dead. So well, we just no, we just go to the final world because that's where people end up when they die, and, no, 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 and no, we can that, just go to the final world at any time. Well, now. that's a passing through point. Remember, they don't stay. Presumably, already. So in he's heaven. down in hell, basically. He's, well, he's, I mean, we can't he, go to hell. Well, he went off to heaven with Ericus. Remember, Ericus ferried him to heaven. Oh, you're right. Yeah, despite all the evil he did, we just went off into. I don't think that this game has a concept of. They went to Kingdom Hearts. It doesn't strike me as very Judeo-Christian. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah that's totally fair. That's totally fair. <laughs> <laughs> You got you have Kingdom Hearts and the Greek underworld, and that is it. And that's it. Oh, <laughs> uh, so Yensid's like, well, back when I was a Keyblade Master, it was known that the ancient masters had crossed over to another world, uh, and this world is probably the one that Xehanort had looked deeply into. I'd like to point very specifically to the wording there: the ancient masters, plural. Went to another world? Not just the master of masters? So the foretellers went to the... We'll talk about theories when we get to it. Sorry, continue, Chase. Yeah, we're... That is the implication, yes, but we will come back to that. Yeah. Uh, he's like, ah, well, uh, gotta gotta update everybody telling for Sora. Tell him, you know, search is off. We found him. That sounds like pee and work. Donald Goofy snapped to it. 
<laughs> um, he then tells Kyrie, "We're he's gonna like, go to Hades." <laughs> no, we said he's in quadratum. We're gonna go to Hades. You already he's, did that, though. He's in quadratum. Yeah. <laughs> you already did that. So, um, just you'll do anything to get them out. Your Hercules don't know where he is. No, we know where just, he and is. Then, and someone just leaned in and went, "Shh, shh, shh. let them go, let them go, let them go." <laughs> so yeah, you guys go tell everybody else. Search is off. We found Sora. Um, and then he's like, Kyrie. Resume training, and she's like, um, not with you, crusty old man. Oh. <laughs> I'm training with Aqua now. And he's like, yeah. Ooh. yeah. And he's like, oh, fine, gosh. Guess she's better than me then. Huh. Yeah, Aqua will be like, right, forget everything Yenzi told you. Forget everything that crusty old bitch <laughs> told you. I'm here. This We're is s- how you keep playmasters doing. <laughs> We're starting over. So Yensid tasks Mickey with investigating the new world and how it relates to the ancient Keyblade Masters. Mickey's like, how? And Yensid tells him that he will begin in the world of Scala and Kylum. Finally confirming to us all that it is in fact not destroyed and you can still go there. Presumably it's just abandoned. Just very dusty. So that's my question. Yensid is sending Mickey to Scala and Kylum to train. No, 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 no. The only one training is is Kairu Thakwa. Right. Mickey needs to go investigate this new world beyond light and darkness and he's saying Scala, with its connection to the ancient masters, is probably the best place to start. Credits roll. Oh, wow. Credits uh, roll. What's the post-credits scene? That's it. We're done. There's no post credit scene. We're up to date. You're joking. We're up to date. I'm actually. I know. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Are you sure? I'm. I'm. No more. No post-credits. Scroll. Scene. Scroll to the bottom. We're done. This is the first Kingdom Hearts game in a while that hasn't had a post-credits no. scene. The mobile games have post-credits scenes. No, no more slides. That's. Last slide. Oh, wow, okay, okay, okay. I, I can't thank you enough we've for taking us through this. Yeah. <laughs> How many hours later? <laughs> I mean, we've put out, I think we've put out 20 to 25 hours of content on this. Minimum. Which yeah. means that maybe 30, which means recording wise, like add on however much we cut out every episode. <laughs> now I fully expect you two to be good little Keyblade Masters and have enough lore that you can go off and explain it to your partners. And let our hearts be our guiding key. So, Chase, what you've put on screen here is an oath to return Kingdom Hearts. Which is the final thing we see. That's that's it. So it fades to black, this comes up, and the credits roll, and that's all we know. I mean, it's like, yeah, you know, every Kingdom Hearts game ends with uh, blah, 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 Kingdom Hearts. So, oath to return is the last thing we see. I think it's also actually the last thing we see at Remind, Okay. if I remember right. So whose oath is that, is my question. Presumably yeah, Nibir- Sora's. It could be... No Mora's, it could be Sora's, it could be... James Bond will be back. It could oh, be Riku's, okay. it could be the Master of Masters, it could be God, the Foretellers, it could be anybody's. Like, the next so game is going to be all about attempted returns. We have finished phase one, this part of phase two. Yeah! We, we, we answered all the mysteries and questions that <laughs> we wanted to and have a million more now. Oh. A million billion more plot threads, and we're gonna we're gonna very shortly start talking about some of those fan theories, and like Monty said, uh, answer some of the the questions that some of the lovely viewers and listeners have sent in. Um, yeah, let's get on with it. So this is the part of the episode where we're gonna start discussing just general theories. Um, Chase might have some questions for us, um, but one of the things I want to do is I want to lead with some theories that we've had from. Uh, you, 
brilliant people uh, who have dropped some comments to us below and uh, chucked in some of your own fan theories. Uh, we definitely will not be able to get through all of them. No. Um, we are currently on a little bit of a tight time limit, so we're going to try and work through as many of these as we can. Um, so I have a question here, yes, gentlemen, um, which is a very, very, it's really, not really a question, it's more of a comment, um, which we've had from... Many people on the Dark Road video. Oh like, and God, we're not talking two or three. We're talking easily about ten or twenty. Um, people commenting. Have we about, really? Yeah, people are seem to be very upset about the, <laughs> the, the 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 running joke that Neil and I have established, and you've bought into. Yeah, Chase. I know what this will be. <laughs> Around how the Disney worlds work. Have so, you got one of those comments to read out? Right? I do actually. Yeah, yeah. So, so thank for, you for sending these in. Honestly, one hundred percent. As much as we're gonna, you know, we're, we're, we're being teasing and silly. I just want to say a massive thank you to. Um, so this comment is from the Hatman. The Hatman. That first of all, thank you so much for sending in the comment. This is legitimately awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I never believed that we would get to a point where someone would actually, you know, think about the things that we're saying enough to actually write down their thoughts on it. So yeah. thank you so much. You are not alone in thinking this, and it's why we're going to address it here. So the question reads this. It seems like a lot of their questions revolve around the rewinding of the VHS tapes, <laughs> the world's resetting, despite the fact that I don't think that's ever been something that Kingdom Hearts has said happens. And at this point, I'm not sure if it's a joke or not. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I still enjoyed both of these videos, yeah. and I'm excited for the Remind Melody and Memory videos. Well, Hatman, I really hope that these live up to your expectations. Listen, starting off, yes, Hatman. At no point is it explicitly stated that this is the case. It it may have started as a running joke. It has become our, our head canon. Um we've had a little chat about why we think it does make sense as opposed to some of the other explanations that other fans have sent in for what is they think is actually happening. What the one we tend to get most is uh time runs slower in the Disney worlds. Mm -hmm. There is some sort of time dilation. And the movies are playing out, all one movie, Aladdin, whatever's happening, very, very slowly relative to our characters' experience in, in, in whatever world they yes. might be in. We don't think that makes any more sense than the rewinding the world. 100%. So so for full context, right, peek behind the curtain. But Neil and I went out for a pint last night, separate from Chase. And we... Fucking rude. Wow. Sorry. Yeah, you were working. Where's uh, my invite? And we, we, over two, the course of two full pints of uh, adult juice, we ranted at each other trying to figure <laughs> out how the time dilation worked. Just trying to imagine everybody else in this pub just like walking past. Yeah, like, 100%. Um, and, and, and what I would like to say is, is, is number one. So, so the time dilation is stupid. It is. I'm sorry. I know it, it is canon. I understand that it is established very clearly that as far as the rules work is that the Disney worlds work slower. That is stupid. Why? It is for many reasons. Um, we could go on for the next two hours, but very quickly. Um, number one, uh, we could use an obvious example. Chase, how long is there in the Kingdom Hearts universe between Dark Road and the beginning of Kingdom Hearts 1, give or take? I know you don't Roughly 70-ish to 80-ish years. Okay. It's 78 total years if you want the exact, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> I love the fact you have the number. Let me rewind that down then to 50 just so we can all follow along. Okay. All right, let's say for argument's sake it's 50 years. So, Aladdin. Aladdin Agrabah <laughs> opens in, in, in the Dark Road and you have Jafar and he's like, oh my goodness, I've just learned about the Cave of Wonders. There's a magic lamp. I need the magic lamp. I'm going to take over the Sultan, which is the beginning of, of Aladdin. Jafar's like, I'm going to get the lamp and take over Agrabah. Look at me go. Here's my scheme. And then about a week passes in Aladdin time. 
give or take, if you're following the film. And then he goes to Aladdin. He's like, Aladdin, you're my diamond in the rough. And you're going to go into the Cave of Wonders. Look at you go. There you go, right? In Kingdom Hearts universe, that is 50 years. Yeah. That's 50 years. What's your point? What we're, what we're, because then we get into real dangerous territory of how the timeline works because it, is, it becomes a bit of a disaster when you reach Kingdom Hearts 1, which is, Kingdom Hearts 1 is Sora goes to Aladdin, uh, Aladdin goes in the Cave of Wonders, Sora helps Aladdin in the Cave of Wonders. How About do we know year. it's a week? And the flip side of... Well, well because it's, a, it's week, a week by, by movie standards. How do we know that? Well, we just know that it takes so far about a week to, to figure out, uh, here's my plan and here's Aladdin. Because we know Aladdin just as a just as a legitimate way. question, because frankly, I don't actually know the Disney movies that well. Well, let's, <laughs> let's look at let's, let's look at Beast's Castle then. Well, that's well, the we'll real glass, because that's, oh my that's, god, Man's that's Castle. A, Man's so, Castle is a disaster. That's a slightly different issue. Yeah. If we look at because that that's less about that is about the time dilation, but more about the order of events. The order of events. But yeah. if we stay on the time dilation thing for a minute, if we are to take the assumption that a Disney World is running at a slower time relatively, yes. and while you are in that Disney World, the world you came from, where whatever you want to call it, the real world, is moving much quicker relatively, mm-hmm. Sora spending a few hours in a Disney World, which encapsulates, in some cases, most of a movie's plot or half of mm. a movie's plot, months should have passed by the time he comes back out. He, he gets, should come back yeah. out and things should be, Sora, where have you been? It's been a year. So so, like, so, 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 so perfect example is Kingdom Hearts 2, right? Sora, Sora goes to, um, what, what is, what is, uh, Hollow Bastion becomes a little hub town. It becomes New Traverse Town in Kingdom Hearts 2, right? Sora leaves the Hollow Bastion where the Kingdom Hearts, the, the, the Final Fantasy characters like Sora, the Heartless are at the, at the gate. We need you to go and solve the Disney worlds and come back to help us out. We're trying to rebuild Hollow Bastion. Sora should leave Hollow Bastion, go to any Disney world, name it, Mulan. He goes to Mulan, comes back to Hollow Bastion, and Hollow Bastion should be like a utopia by the time he gets back because <laughs> years have passed if he's jumping in and jumping back out of Disney World at a slowed down time you cannot wave that away with your magic I hate Dark Road can okay, you gather that right. I hate Dark Road second of that is Beast Castle which is literally just a movie that is out of order because 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 Chase because Chase because Chase <laughs> so mad about the Disney World still Kingdom Hearts 1 Kingdom Hearts 1, we get to the end of Kingdom Hearts 1 and Sora goes to Hollow Bastion, he's about to fight Maleficent, he has the moment where Riku's there and he steals Sora's uh, Keyblade, Beast is there, Beast is there because he believes No, this is hard. a this is a Beast that within the logic of the movie is just before the end of the movie presumably because it's a Beast that's realised he loves her and he's going to go and fight for her and win her back, so it's towards the end of the movie, yeah. that's that Beast and then in Second to that, we get 358. 358 over two days, which takes place, give or, I think it's like day 62 or whatever, because I looked this up, because I did, because I'm that guy. I looked this up, 62 days, so about two months in Kingdom Hearts universe, Roxas goes to Beauty and the Beast land, where two things happen. Number one is he witnesses uh, the end of the Beauty and the Beast movie. He walks in and he sees Beast dying on the battlefield, <laughs> bell over him like, oh my goodness, Beast, and Roxas through that learns about just the concept of love. He's like, oh my goodness, people can be in love together. It's the end of the film. Then, after that, Kingdom Hearts 2 happens, canonically, where Ro- where yeah. Sora goes to Beast's castle. Beast. Uh, excuse me. And it's, it's Man's castle. Like, Man's <laughs> castle. Where he goes, and it's the beginning of the movie because Beast is being an abusive dick and he's like, he's oh, all, yeah, I, fine. you know, Belle, don't go into the West Wing because then Sora goes back later no, where no, he witnesses no. the moment where they fall in love because he sees the fucking Beauty and the Beast moment where they're dancing. <laughs> I'm sorry, Beauty and the Beast is a movie which is out of order, which means that you cannot blame that on time dilation, which is what I'm saying is number one is that either you admit, either you admit, Kingdom Hearts fans, and I love you all so much, thank you for watching this, right? But I just want to say this straight up. Either 
Either you admit straight up that either Kingdom Hearts has Disney World plot holes, which is, I think we can all agree, a much easier swallow, or you admit that Nomura does not understand how to write world building, in which case it's going to be one or the other. And I know which one I would personally rather. You've, got, so, you've taken every opportunity to go for the jugular. And every time I go for it. Because the time, the, 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 the explanation of Disney worlds are slower simply does not oh correlate to boy, what we've learned so far. And, yeah, and I'm so, please comments, please correct me, please. If listen, you can find we, ways to correct we, listen, me, please. I feel like... But it doesn't, it doesn't correlate. You're, you're, you're both forgetting the cardinal rule, though, of Kingdom Hearts. That being, Disney doesn't matter. Oh, no. You Nobody cares about Disney. Totally fair, Chase. You tell that to Dark Road, where it seems to be a pivotal plot point about the world order no, 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 and no, all no, these no. things. But <laughs> you could just as easily do that in any other world. They're using Disney as a crutch for a lesson. Disney itself does not matter. Okay, but, but that's that's not addressing the question that one of our uh, some of our commenters have left. <laughs> yeah, not one, which, so many. So I'm, I, yeah. I li- many, and, many and, were upset and listen, by the and listen, we are not saying we are right uh, because of our because no, let me finish, please. Because of, <laughs> we're not saying we're right because we've had these ideas and we've come up with our sort of justifications for it. We understand we've gone through it as well with the rewinding theory, and you know sometimes we struggle to make that set make sense as well. Mm-hmm. But what we can announce on this podcast today is that uh, the rewinding VHS tapes is canon. It is, it is actually <laughs> canon. Yeah, yes. The rat um, is in his well, in his robe. Yeah, in his I'm really, so, look, so, I'm really sorry. It, it is, it's canon. I'm so guys, sorry. Guys, look everyone. when when it comes down to it, and I, I I am really really sorry about this, this for those of you who have commented about. But I'm sorry to reveal this to you, but. We actually played the special edition of Union Cross, the, Chaun- <laughs> the Chantil edition, yeah. where Chantil sits down and the Master Master. You know Chantil canonically Axel's <laughs> great 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 grandfather. And Master yeah. Master sits him down and goes, Chantil, let me explain to you how the Disney World's work. Mickey, Mickey's sitting there. There's a mouse in a castle we, far we, far away. We, He's got a We know we know we don't have that much justification <laughs> for this. It's just something we came up with early on. It is a running joke. Is now headcanon for us and. Unless we get anything stating otherwise in the games outright, I don't see that changing. Because this. the time dilation does not undo the concept of the VHS tapes rest, reset. That's all I'm saying is that you can have the time, the stupid time dilation that makes no sense, and also the concept of the VHS tapes reset. Both of them can exist canonically this at the same true. time. You know, true. you can have an Agrabah that, that apparently spans a million years, but at the end of those million years, it's still reset yeah. and we're going to continue with that yeah. until the our dying oh. days um anyway chase i have a second fan theory for you please god mo- yes so we actually have some serious fan theories thank um, you again thank you so much for these this is a question from kevin valentin um, Hi, kevin. which is so this is my question it actually has two questions uh question number one is so this is my question. If Xehanort is not the player character, which is a stupid twist, then why does he have memories of the past? He, he doesn't, is what we've heard. So he, he, to be very clear, he doesn't have memories of the past. It's clarified in the very end of Dark Road, in the final scene, that he, all of these dreams of people from the past were never dreams. It was him connecting to the heart of uh, our beloved Chantil who was his caretaker on the beach, who Chantil, of course, has those memories of the past. So... It was taught to him. Xehanort... Well, Xehanort wasn't going by teaching. Xehanort was connecting Alasora to the heart of Chantil and via that link, kind of seeing the memories of Chantil's past. Okay. But because he was only seeing them as dreams and not realizing he was making a heart connection, then he was 
assuming them to be his. I'm not, I'm not, so just before we continue, I'm not sure we clarified in this episode, but if you watch the last couple of episodes, uh, you, you'd know that Chontiel is the name of oh, yes. the, the <laughs> created you. player character in Union Cross that, that, uh, that we created. That is revealed in, of course, Dark Road to be uh, the blue robe who um, raised raised Xehanort. Yes, he is canonically the great-great-grandfather of Axel, a Lee, our favourite character. Uh, And second to that is um, he's also the star of the Union Cross Chantil edition where Chantil gets sat down by the Master (laughs) (laughs) of Second to that is... uh, So so, so I've actually... I personally have a follow-up question to that, Chase, which is... Chantil. So, but I thought Chantil dies at the end of Union Cross. Chantil does die. He gets absorbed into his Chirithia. No, 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 no. He doesn't. And then he gets reborn. No, 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 no. So he doesn't get absorbed. His his Chirithia tells him that he has a choice. Either Chirithia can, um, you know, absorb whatever word you want to use his heart to become a protective shell around him, turning him into. If the Chirithia does that, then he will become a Dream Eater spirit. Obviously, that's not what happens. So. Chantiel simply just lets himself pass on. So how do we? How does Chantiel get out of the data world? We simply don't know. Because all hearts return to King of Hearts. So it, it doesn't matter where you are. All right hearts will return to King of Hearts. So my question is: Does the, do you think that? Do you Chase think that the blue-robed figure looks like Chantiel, or does he look mm. like someone else with Chantiel? Well, he'll, like prob- he'll probably look. He it. might look like a generic. Yeah. I, I think he will look like whatever you want him to look like because he's a player character. So you can make him look like Chantiel again. And I think that that's part of the meta commentary of a game we will get into soon. Well, that, that's 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 my question. Missing Link, then, because this is where we're going to discuss it. What, yeah. What, what do you think the situation is with Missing Link? What do you think the plot's going to be? What Missing you... Link is honestly, I'm not a hundred percent positive what uh, the plot is. What I do know for certain is that Brain will be there. There's going to be a Roby, and there will be a player character. Now, what we can imply from discussions had in other games is that your player character in this game is going to be the same player character from Union Cross. So it will be Chantil, kind of just implied by their dialogue at the end about how they grew up in a second life and they show kind of um, the images of Scala during the time of Brain, who we know Brain is here at this time. And Brain is Lucia at this time, presumably. Some some people in the comments actually clarified this for me and uh, actually... Not sure whether it's... It, I don't think it's confirmed anywhere, but I actually really like the theory, so I will absolutely shout it out. Is that, um, keep in mind, the Ark doesn't need... The Ark can't send a body. Correct, yeah. So, a running theory goes that Lushu simply removed his heart, allowed for... Put simply Brain's heart in the Ark, and then sent Brain forward as just a heart minus the body, leaving that empty husk to get in the past, for Lucia to then inhabit. And, so Lucia, and then Brain would have grown his own body. Exactly, via via the memories in his hat, which we have learned is how things work. I do think that one of the big things that, uh, at least I'd like a big answer to, is presumably it will be the story of Chantiel joining whatever group Sigurd um, takes Brain into. Remember, Sigurd is the person who meets Brain when they arrive in Scotland. Oh, yeah. Much yeah. later. Saying, yeah, the guy with the hood up and the hat on top. Exactly. Of the <laughs> <Yes>. Saying <laughs> that they've got a group and an organization. He's taking them to our headquarters. Appar- assumedly, we will be part of that headquarters. And then either Sigurd or Brain will be the one who ultimately tasks us with uh, Xehanort. Assumedly, we will learn dr- more during this time of the chosen, the Child of Prophecy, which we kind of very lightly got introduced to. And I think that by all 
grasps we can say is definitely Sora, mm-hmm. given the description. Um, but I, I assume that we'll learn more about where that appears in the context of the Book of Prophecies, why he knows about the Book of Prophecies, I mean, other than the fact that assumedly Ephemer's copy still exists uh, somewhere in Scala, which is also actually a question of when Mickey goes to Scala, will there be a Book of Prophecies lying around there? Oh, is that still there in the current time? Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because we've got yeah. to we've got to get the Book of Prophecies into Sora's timeline, surely, right? Modern day, present yeah. day, because that's yeah, it's, so it's a big deal. So we should get it. Ephemer had one. There's a bunch of artifacts just kind of hanging around. Uh, like obviously we know that by the time that a bunch of stuff by the time that Master Xehanort's there, no name is there. Yeah. We do see a robed Roby, a hooded Roby, in the trailer for Missing Link that we can assume is Lushu, mm. because. I don't know who else it would be. We assume it's Lushu. Probably not in Brain's body. Assumedly, there's, you know, a gap during which, uh, you know, Ephemer had kids, built Scala, all that. So we'll we'll maybe see who is the body between Brain and Braggy. Do we still not know why Scala and Kylum is totally deserted? So we don't know, but it is said during Dark Road that kind of, or it's implied that Master Odin is like the last master. And that this okay. group of students are the last, are his students. And they're kind of like, what's remaining? You know, they talk about how the other islands are all deserted. And because we never see anybody on their island, we can assume that they're kind of the only ones left in Scotland. Yeah. They're the last bastion of Keyblade wielders here. And um, the graveyard is massive. So we just assume that yeah, Keyblade wielders have been happened, set off in droves and killed. Exactly, as just by darkness. And obviously, uh, Odin retires. Now, again, Odin retires. We've never heard Odin dies. Odin I mean, very well. Might I still think be I, about. He, it's one of these things. He said fired. I think he said oh, no. he said retired. I think definitely fired. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, but but who would fire him? He's clearly the head of the school. God. This is the problem, right? Because if we get into Kingdom Hearts Four and you've got Yen Sid and Odin. Oh, I'll and, lose it. Look, actually, I think I hate Odin more than I hate Yen Sid because the concept with Odin is <laughs> yes. that Odin has actively made the choice to sit out of Kingdom Hearts One right through to three. Well, Yen you know, said he's that. Like, I'm not involved. Yeah, but Yen said he showed up in the end. He, he, he's, he's the worst, but he, at least he showed up and did something. Mm. Odin did. He did nothing. a Moses. He did yeah, a Moses, he did. and he held for a moment. He did a Odin T-pose. has refused to get involved whatsoever. Not even pass some advice on. Not even rock up and go, Xehanort, I know that guy. He was my apprentice. He was a little bit weird. Uh, maybe this is the way to beat him. You know, maybe think about Ericus and his friendships in the past. And here's the story of, you know, mm. none of that. None of that happened. No, no. Sack Odin, as always, reminder of the Sack Odin. I have a theory. I have a theory. I'm a just gonna theory. Throw my, my theory. I'm just going to throw my theory out. Chuck it out. Which is, is, do you think, do you think that the worlds, the Disney worlds, right, of, or whatever you want to call them for, for Kingdom Hearts 4, and presumably you've got much more info than I do. We know that we see Endor, we see a Star Wars world. Uh, from not, the, not explicitly confirmed. Not, not explicitly. Assumedly it is Endor, yes. Assumedly it is Endor. So we're going to get some Star Wars. Uh, we're presumably going to get maybe a little bit of Final Fantasy stuff. Um, it would make sense maybe if we get like a glimpse into 14, with it being the massive MMO that it I is. I think we're probably going to get a lot more Final Fantasy in this one. I'd love to see... Now, one of the things, and it's potentially a bit meta, that I'd love to see from Disney Worlds, right. I, was, I was saying this to Neil off camera a while ago, is Disney Worlds but it's all of the live-action remakes. I had this in mind earlier. Um, I would hate this and love this. I think yeah, see, I've, I've got very mixed feelings. I've also got, like, seven remake. It's a different cloud. Is it, a, it you know, are yeah. the canonicities... Yeah. 
who has this clashing canonicity since obviously the plot in Seven Remake is different. So if we get a so if we get a Seven Remake world, is that the same cloud? You know, is this a cloud from unreality? It's this. Yeah. This is my th this is my theory. Yeah, we've my we've already met original Pinocchio, for example, but we've had. In, in game, we've not already, met, we've, yeah, we've not met Tom Hanks. <laughs> oh, sorry, just to rewind for a second there, go back to the Disney World time dilation problem. Uh, there's a space whale. Space whale is a Disney <laughs> World. So the space whale has time excuse dilation me, that travels me. from planet to it's planet. It's not a whale. It's a monster that looks like a whale. Sorry, Monstro is has time dilation happening inside Monstro, but is traveling wait. from planet to planet because it's flying through space. I've just thought about something. It makes time dilation makes everything more I've, complicated. I've just thought about something. Monty. Yes, that actually potentially breaks your time dilation theory. Specifically with Man's Castle. Go on. Remember how we say that the worlds uh, kind of reset after they were destroyed? Mm -hmm. What happens during Kingdom Hearts 1? Uh, Beast leaves and goes to Hollow Bastion. And what happened to his world? It, it was, was taken destroyed. over by Heartless. It was destroyed. Destroyed? All the worlds were destroyed. That's the point of Kingdom yeah, Hearts yeah, yeah, 1 no, no, is no, all the worlds like, are no, destroyed. No, 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 doesn't change still. anything though, yeah. 358 is the end of the movie and then 2 is near the start of the movie. 358 is Beast oh. going, uh, Bell, I'm okay. dying, big battle, uh, and okay. then at the end he's Ignore yeah. me, I thought it was clever. Sorry, lore master, <laughs> we're, the, we're the lore masters you now. <laughs> um, we're not, we're, de we're definitely right. not. Um, so second, f f theory thing and then we're moving on to fan questions is, I want to talk a little bit about Quadratum. My theory is that so so things we know about quadratum number one is that we know all the weird yozora stuff but I, i'm not going to cling to any of that right now because that's far too convoluted and far too confusing for now for me second is we know that the master of masters wants to go there what do we know about it it's free from light and darkness we know that it is um it, and, and it's 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 a fictional world these are the two constants we know these are the things that we know for sure master of masters believes it's a free from light and darkness and it's fictional so what if it is a video game world I'm not kidding, in the sense of like yes. Wreck-It Wreck Ralph style, as in it's not inside an arcade machine, but it's like that's how we're getting away with Star Wars because of Star Wars games. Uh, we'll get some Marvel superheroes because of Marvel superheroes. Well, I wonder games. if it's not Disney worlds like like we understand well, them with real living, breathing people. They're all artificial, digital people. They're inside the Square Enix mainframe. You know. Are, I mean, are you trying to imply that it's a data world? Yes, because it's it's, it's not. How do you know it's because not? they explicitly say during Melody of Memory that data worlds are part of our side. And that this world is on the other side. Right. How do you know it's not data worlds within that other side, though? Because th that's immediately... Like, Convoluted, that's, Chase. Well, no, no, no. But, <laughs> but it's, it's immediately reaching. It's immediately it reaching. Is, it is, it is. So, and there's no point to that reach. But how does how is there no light and darkness in this because world? Because it's not well, part it. of the reality. So Kingdom Hearts can't reach this world then. If no exactly. light equals no Kingdom yes. Hearts. Well, so if you die, your heart doesn't go to Kingdom Hearts. Which yes. means that the people in Quadratum, the people, this is the important bit, the people in Quadratum don't have hearts is yes. the pres presumption. Oh, if you die, Yozora, but well, maybe Yozora, Yozora seems to be a bit of a misnomer, right? He's whatever. But random woman on the street gets stabbed with a keyblade. She does not well, have a heart to be released. We, so does Hosora, so does Sora, this is my question, does Sora lose his heart when he goes to Quadratum? Assumedly not. But he loses his power. But also, we can't necessarily say, there. we can't necessarily say that they don't have hearts, but we do know that there isn't a kingdom hearts. Right. So potentially hearts work differently. Second you know, maybe they're like disgusting fleshy almost, organs that pump they, blood. I would imagine that there are they do have hearts because in the the trailer we watched, there's a a, a what do you call it? A dark a, side. A dark side comes through to scoop them all up. This is the difficult part, right? How the hell is there a dark side slash heartless well, in Quadratum if there's no light or darkness? Because no darkness equals no heartless. Well, so how does that? The exist? world didn't have any light or darkness until Sora came. But until. What's trapped inside the Master of Masters who has escaped to this dark world? I mean, to this other world? Nothing. 
one of the thirteen primordial darknesses. Oh, he's, he's sorry, I forgot. I forget he's he a container, well along with assumedly now we're basing off melody of memories. Also, the other five foretellers. So presumably, like six of the primordial darknesses are all children's world, along with people who are of a world of light and dark who assumedly have their own light and dark. Also, alongside Sora, Streletsia, people who are all coming from this. So potentially, they came to this world thinking, "Oh, it doesn't have any light and dark," but they've brought it with them. God, it's so I'm really. I'm, I'm. I'm hoping that the darkness aspect takes a back seat for phase two. I think, and I know it won't because we've just learned about the thirteen primordial darknesses. But it was so much more interesting when it's just the master of masters and is and the foretellers and their book of prophecies. And these people are just unstable individuals with a plan and a goal, and they we need to take them down somehow. That's so much more interesting than 13 primordial darknesses that are shifting smoke monsters. I really yeah. hope that is not... I hope that takes a backseat. I hope it's a second B-plot so that there's Heartless, you know, so there's monsters running around. I hope it's not the Master Masters goes, I changed my mind, actually. In the end, it's all been a plan to summon the 13 primordial darknesses. I've been containing him uh, so that he shows up at the end and he's... I, I actually like the darknesses. I've kept me carrying him to the end of the world. I mean, taking him to Quadratum, it's all been a lie. I think, I there's a, I think, I think something that we talked about was... Or maybe we didn't. Maybe I made it up. Um, we <laughs> talked about the 13 darknesses. And I think there was a, maybe a slight disappointment in sort of moving from the 13, you know, organization 13, real organization 13, 16, however many there are. And we're sort of moving on to, okay, that's being replaced almost with 13 primordial dark clouds. And I think the character design probably does. And it might be phenomenal. And I am quite interested by the idea of where are they and what are they doing. We don't really know yet. That is exciting. But I think in terms of... You sort of almost just think of them as dark henchmen because of the way they're designed. It's a bit like... Are, yeah, it's a bit like, oh, they're just darknesses, right? Okay, there's not there's not a, there's not yet a, a sort of character in my mind to attach any motivation well, to. Like part of their whole goal is to regain form. Sure. Well, so, assumingly, yeah. we will see... Oh, like I say, I'm sure it, I'm sure it will be more, more interesting than that. Kevin also asks us a question, which is a question that's been echoed by, by a lot of people, which yes. is, it comes back to the mysterious girl, and you say you have theories on this. So Kevin, Kevin Valentin asks, on an unrelated note, if the theory is that Skuld is the girl in the mansion, presumably he means castle, um, how is Xehanort descended from her on his mum's side, at least? Is Xehanort so, defend, descended from Skuld? Is that because we think two, and Skuld? Two things. One, I will get back to, yes, the running theory currently is that Subject X is Skuld. She is wow, not. Okay. She's not the only one. There's a, a, a second one, but we'll get back to that in a second. Huh. Going to the why do we know that um, Zaynor isn't descended? Uh, because Nomura said it in press releases. Oh, he's just been straight he's, up it, about it. Because it's the person they're specifically referring to is uh, Zaynor during the end of Dark Road refers to his mother, the woman we see with dark hair like scolds. He's like the girl scold reminds me of her. Um. <laughs> She's Nomura. not Skuld, she just looks like yeah. Skuld. No, the one female character that had a connection with Ephemer in Union Cross. <laughs> Nomura, Nomura has explicitly said in kind of press releases and interviews that that is not Skuld. We've not seen Skuld yet. What, what, is, what, what is the now, evidence for Skuld being the mysterious girl? So, one, the other running candidates were Streletsia. Mm -hmm. Obviously not her anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we know where she is. Um, and also, I'd like to bring you back to the secret reports from Kingdom Hearts 3 right. that described her. So, um, the first one, called Recollections, talks about uh, Subject X, saying that they awaken and they don't know they are. They're in a cell in a researcher's lab, remembering nothing more than four friends and a key. 
in that lab they're called X and spend their free time with two boys, which I believe you had another question about. It's a Lee who's, and his pal. Yeah, who's the pal that Lee and Isa, it's potentially scold. I will get to another one in a second. Okay. Um, one day they were taken and freed by a man with an eye patch. I wonder who that is. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Lushu. Oh, Lushu, yeah. Um, and then they say, may their heart be their guiding key. Obviously that. Um, in a later one, they talk about how the mysterious girl X is approximately 15 years old. Yeah. Um, she was found one day in the central square with no memories. Um, and the little she's able to say suggests that she left her world with friends, but all further attempts to probe her memory have ended in failures. She notes how she's similar to him when he arrived and says that she's perfect to continue the experiments of the heart that Ansem abandoned. By traversing her heart, he hopes to gain her memories. Um, there is more. Zadort continues. So Zadort then goes on to probe her memories via her heart, saying how, uh, he's not able to get much. But that her, their conversations evoke thoughts of a bygone world out of fairy tales. Uh-huh. Uh, with it being incredibly possible that she arrived here not from another world, but from another time. Um, it's Ava. It's Ava. That is the other theory. She's the only one missing from the foretellers, but how did she get there as well? Well, also, there's four other union leaders, so it could be Skold. Skold and Ava both fit okay. the brand. I think the big reason that people think it is Skold over Ava is because she is the one of the five union leaders who has not reappeared yet. Yeah, it's Whereas a very good Ava, point. Whereas Ava, potentially, assumedly, is over in Quadratum. Or dead. Do you think we're going to see the full gang, the full Union Cross gang, in Kingdom Hearts 4? Ephemer, Brain, Scold... I... And, uh, uh, I don't think it. so, because I don't think that we'll... At least in... Pardon me doesn't think that we will see Brain or Ephemer. Because, obviously, they are now, timeline-wise, they've been dead for hundreds of years. They've got to somehow come into it, right? I'm, sh- I'm sure You've they will. see them in the new I'm engine. sure they Ephemer, will. Ephemer's for... already snuck his way into it in, yeah, in yeah, three, yeah. so... I'm sure they will, but as of right now, uh, I don't personally think that they should, I suppose is better wording. Who do you, who do, who do you, Chase, who do you personally, this is my last question for you, because I want to walk through some fan questions, some general fan questions. Who do you think the mysterious girl is? I, I think it's Gold. Okay. And you think that the unnamed star is a random... Uh, not it's, it. it's a random new character we haven't met yet. Well, that's star. that's just been explicitly confirmed. Like, yeah. there's there's no more theories about the star because that's just been confirmed. But you don't think it's Stiletsia reborn through time shenanigans or anything like that? Okay, cool. Who do you think the Master of Masters is? <laughs> Say it. I don't, th- I don't think it's anybody. Who do you hope it is? I don't. I hope it's a new character. But you've been, I think, I you've been joking masters. that it's Sora this whole time. Oh, I, <laughs> so <laughs> my my ship my, my my ship posty brain really wants him to pull back the hood. And it's like a you know grizzled eighty year old Sora. Um, I absolutely guy. <laughs> I absolutely don't think it is. Right <laughs> I absolutely don't think it is. I think there's zero evidence to support this. Right, but I do think it would be very funny. I I agree with you though. I think we don't always need to have which is such a, a, a sort of motif through the season pe- throughout the seasons god jeez oh um it's such a motif is like people aren't always who they seem to be and more often than not uh, the mystery character is related to something in the past yeah. or yeah, or, or think... someone in the past. but i i think yeah there, there are, in, from my perspective there's no reason why we've already had a fair bit of characterization for the master of masters why not have them be their own thing and yeah. their own like, I, I get where people are going with the Demix theory, but I think that Demix is a bit of a red herring. Mm. I'm sure 
that there will be some connection in some way, but I just, I can't bring myself to think that Demix is the master of masters. I've got two more future theories we need to talk about. Hit me with it, yeah. Uh, Luxord mm-hmm. is one. Uh, potentially, this one's very brief. People think that he is also from Quadratum, and that he is specifically um, the driver of Yozora's car. <laughs> No. <laughs> really? I, why why do people think that? Um, because the driver from the trailer looks somewhat like Luxor. Is it just a bit like Luxor? Yeah, just a bit like Luxor. Okay, right. That's kind of all that is. I'm willing to ship it. Um, it's fine. It now, works. the other one that is a bit more meaty. The other thing, this goes off things we've seen, things said in the games, things that Nomura has said in press conferences. I don't think that we've seen The Last of Xehanort. Um, Xehanort, uh, Nora has explicitly said that while this it d- does explicitly draw a line under Xehanort's story, it doesn't. it doesn't necessarily draw a line under Xehanort as a character. Sure. Keep in mind in Dark Road how Xehanort was talking about how he would like to have 14 lives mm. so that he could go out and see all the worlds there is to see. His whole thing is he wants more knowledge. Oh. He wanted 13 and then one more to go and travel and enjoy. And there is one specific uh, little piece that I I, did, I forgot to show you guys during Dark Road. A secret image that you can unlock. Oh. Of Xehanort. Just a piece of art. Of him in a raincoat in um, what has been confirmed to be a park in Tokyo. Right. He's in Quadratum. Potentially. As a young man. Potentially. That's a beautiful piece of art. First it of is all. very nice. Look I, how daintily he's holding that umbrella. I love this photo, but potentially we will see Xehanort in Quadratum. Um, it sounds like the sort of stuff that should be <laughs> set up in Dark Road. It sounds like this should be set up in Dark Road. It was set up in Dark Road. It was set up in Dark Road. He we talked about how he wanted 14 lives. No, we were dealing with a bunch of Vikings and, and nonsense. <laughs> he said, this is the interesting stuff. What, how did he end up in Quadratum? What's his deal? You know, as usual, hate Dark Well, because he wanted 14 lives, and now that he's dead, he can go to Quadratum for another life. We've already established that I hope rebirth that is a thing. He is, at best, a cameo. An Ansem the Wise role. Yeah, than a, I'm thinking you know. that he will be a side character. I, I I do think that he will reappear. But not the antagonist. Well, I, I don't think he's going to be an antagonist, and I don't think that he will be a main role. I think that he's going to take a side seat. I really hope, and the more I think about it, and especially after experiencing Union Cross, I really hope that the foretellers are our big bads. Oh, L- I, I, I absolutely and think gang they are going to be. Big bads. I think that uh, they are going to be. N- not, not like an inconvenience. Not, not one game big bads. I want them to be... Phase Big two. Bats. Because ultimately, yeah, I think that the Child of Prophecy needs to face off against the 13 Darknesses. And as we know, the only way that you can kill them is to destroy them in a form that they've taken. Mm-hmm. They are now contained in the Tellers. I think that the fe- or Tellers, the Master Masters, are going to force, become antagonists, force Star to fight them, and ultimately destroy them. Do you know what I want to do? I want to hear from our fans, Monty. Is there a way yeah. I could I Wait. could hear from our fans a bit? Wait. We have fans? I was, I was about to ask. What? Yes. Uh, I don't we... know if maybe fans is a is is a is a kind of generous term. It's, it's the people who endure us. Our cult. <laughs> people who endure us and actually find the time to write comments on our silly show. Yes, oh, absolutely. Very appreciative. Um, legends. Legends. Consistently just the best. As always, thank you so much for the comments. We we're we're a little bit sardonic and especially when we're chatting about the Disney Worlds and theories stuff. And, but, stuff, and yeah. theories and things. But we just want to clarify that we, we absolutely love these. Chase and Neil also read all of them. Um, it's not just me, even though I'm the one that's hearting them. Um, so, 
Yes, let's just jump into him. So Cardinal Crim asks, Shag Marry Kill the Organization 13 members. <laughs> It's honestly, it's not got a question mark to be honest. I put that in. Uh, it's more of a it's full more stop. Of a command. It's a command. <laughs> so Wait, I, I want to clarify something here because we've got the organization thirteen. We've also got the real organization thirteen. <laughs> That's which a is, very good question. And, and and the thought came to me a second ago, which is not in organization thirteen, but in the real organization thirteen, there is Vanitas. You have the chance, Monty. Can we combine them into one big group? No. Uh, gonna... He's just said Organization uh, yeah, 13. Okay, like can... They said Organization 13. Okay, I'll... I will... I'm going to... Sh... I'm going to shag Marluxia. Wow. Because I think Marluxia is going to woo me. That's... Flowers and perfume and a good time. Uh, I think Marluxia <laughs> is probably a, a gentle and considerate lover. Dear God. Uh, I, and, and I think the hair is going to really add to the whole experience. I'm gonna I'm gonna shag my lotion. I'm gonna marry, obviously, Axel Lee. Uh there's gonna be a lot of stability there. That's a bedrock. And the man never forgets anything. I think um my birthdays are sorted, anniversaries are sorted for the foreseeable. And I think I'm think I'm going to kill uh, Demix. Demix is fair. Yeah. I'm gonna kill I know I know you could say, why not kill Zemnus and save a lot of pain? No no. No, I think I'm gonna kill Demix. I think I um okay, so so okay, so Shag Mary kills. So uh I'm going to We all to... know what your Shag no, is. No. Just put it out there. <laughs> no, I was, so Mary, um I was also going to say Axel Slash Lee because he's my favourite member of Organization thirteen. However, as the father of Chon Teal, I do feel like that might be a little bit incestuous. So I want to try to avoid any any messy situations there. So sure. um, I, I don't know if I can include Axel. I feel like that's enough generations removed. <laughs> I'm going to marry Marluxia, actually. I'm going to take your shag and turn it into my marry. Oh, okay. yeah. Interesting. S- similar sort of idea. Always romanticizes me. He'll look after me, I think. You know, yeah, yeah, big yeah. strong man. I, I feel like he's got... Massive sister issues, though, that he needs to get over first. Uh, it's fine. You know, I'm, he's bi, so, like, I'm not going to fill the gap of those sister issues. He can deal with that separately from our marriage. <laughs> also, I am engaged, so, you know, I'm not going to marry anybody except for my beautiful and lovely fiance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Second to that is, um, I would kill, I, I'm absolutely gripping them in, Vanitas. Not only would I kill Vanitas, I would kill Vanitas's heart. I would go back in time to remove all memory of Vanitas. I would go back in time. I would actually exit the Kingdom Hearts universe and enter our universe so that we collectively all forget about Vanitas. <laughs> I would find Nomura and convince him to erase. I hate Vanitas. Vanitas gone. And I would shag... Um, hmm. Who would I shag? <laughs> I wonder. Um, I think I would shag... Uh, hmm. Hmm. Just say it. I would shag Larkseen uh, because Larkseen is Nasty. sexy as F. Um, Larkseen will be really mean to you. Oh, no, she wouldn't, though. I would, I would, I would fix her. She's got fixer energy. Oh, I would, don't say that. I would nope. fix Larkseen, Stop man. that. She would be, she'd be so good Jesus. to me. Jesus, uh, stop She'd be that. great. She'd know exactly what I like. Um, she'd oh, and moving on, Chase, what's yours? <laughs> I hate moving swiftly on. Go on, Chase. Shag Mary All right. Yep. Shag. I'm going to go off and I'm going to say Zigbar. Oh. Our big man Lushu. I tell you what, there's That's no holy. there's nobody with more experience uh, <laughs> in terms of time. I f- I feel like he'd he'd be a he'd be a he'd be a dirty 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 dirty. <laughs> um, you said I was too much. Um, for I'll I'll get to Mary last for kill. 
I'm gonna go Vexen. I just I oh, yeah. I detest Vexen with every fiber but if, of my being. But if being. you kill Vexen, no Roxas, no Roxas return. Well, we're no, not thinking about. We're not thinking about. No, I mean, what? Well, well, I mean, okay, that's fine. I kill him after that. Oh, you just who, who's we're not uh, thinking about the real world implications? Here. Sure, okay. We're okay. going by right now timeline. And who are you marrying? I'm marrying. I'm. I'm a bit torn. I'm a bit torn, but. See, I'm, I, I'll tell you, I'm torn between, obviously, our, our, our love, our mutual love, Axel, but actually also by Larkseen. No, you don't as, love Larkseen. As, as a Mary option, because we've seen the way that she is always there for the people she cares about. She's going to do anything. Oh, yeah. She she's fo- she followed yeah. Marluxia through time. Followed always yeah. past to help her friend, she should, who she barely knew. She'd be there for the people yeah. that she cares about, so she'd be there for me, not for you, Chase. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Chase is trying to um, put a ring on it. You <laughs> back off. I was about to say, exactly. <laughs> um, Troc32 asks, or T-Rock. Do we see who asked that first question? Uh, Cardinal Crim. Thank you, Cardinal Crim. Thank you, Cardinal Crim. Making us all look like dirty, dirty people. Uh, T-Rock32 asks, are you guys actually friends outside of these? Fuck no. No, no, no. We, we, as soon as not. the as soon as the recording ends, I flip them both off and walk out. I I actually um the second that Monty messages me something always purely work related, I immediately delete the message chat. And you said you after. you said you vomit as well, don't you? I when do, I, when I, I message you, nice uh, yeah, we we we've yeah. Uh, we've 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 known each other for years and years, for years and years, yeah, a long time. Um, Yes, we, we are very good friends. Again, I, as I as I do like to joke, I am getting married next year. Um, both of you are in my groomsman party. We are all best friends. We're having a grand old time outside of these. In fact, we have a better time outside of these than we do in them. Um, I don't know what you're on about. We have a fantastic. Speak time for yourself, there. Neil. Do you want to explain to our listeners the moment that we met? Because we met long before I met Chase. And then Chase. Oh, you really you want this story? Yeah, go on, and don't don't give any locations for obvious. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, so so um, we met over ten years ago now, um, at the the Freshers Week in the fir- first day of university, pre university Freshers Week for anyone outside the UK, is like seven days before university starts. Um, all the new students arrive, and the whole city or town, wherever you're in, the university, all the associated venues and stuff, all the nightclubs, all the bars, but on events aimed at freshers, all the students who are coming in. Uh, yeah, I was, I was in the, I, I, I'd moved into student halls. I was with some lovely people that I'd just met that day, who I was going to be living with for the next year, and we were in the queue for the sort of most popular student union bar. Uh, and it was very awkward. We were sober. We just met each other that day. We were sort of in, just getting to know each other, really. And uh, two uh, men walked past, carrying between them an almost unconscious figure, sort of carrying him Christ-like. And he was shouting shouting and screaming about um, how he, he was playing Snap, drinking Snap better than all of them. And the two men carrying him said, you guys can take him. And threw him into us, <laughs> and that was Monty. <laughs> we, uh, and we got him sobered up, and we got him into the nightclub. You did get me sobered up. You got um, me rehearsed, we rehearsed for the bouncer. For the bouncer. That's what I remember. Yeah, and, that, and, that, and that was it. And now I do this. <laughs> this is the first I've heard this story, and I'm, I'm now starting to question our friendship. <laughs> um, Zayamorph, Zeha Dash Morph, um, asks Chantil T-shirt when. <laughs> uh, whenever Monty commissions the artwork. Yeah, whenever one of you guys want to do some fan art, you know. Yeah, I'm kidding. Um, so then we've got a uh, Don Fortismu. 
like presumably like Don Fortescue, I think, like the okay. Don but Fortescue moved like a cow. cow yeah. um, Jesus Christ! How long did putting this all together take, Chase? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! What, what is your process, Chase? Walk us through. <laughs> uh, my process is I lock myself in my office. Um, I, I I tell my girlfriend that I'm very sorry. I'm not gonna see her for weeks i i do i do warn her in advance you can ask her that she will confirm um i lock myself in i've got very severe adhd so i then proceed to um goof off but continue to keep myself locked in to keep the motivation up but goof off um i was telling the others i i meant to have uh this most recent slate of scripts done much faster than i did but i got distracted watching cyberpunk edge runners it's really good. <laughs> Would recommend. Um, but I stay locked in my room. It's a dark room. I keep the lights off the whole time. Yes. Um, usually I will have uh, somewhere between 10 to 20 liters of fizzy juice. Um, uh, occasionally it is adult juice. Occasionally. Um, and I kind of just go into a trance. And I just watch i watch hours of youtube researching and then just write and i i continue to send them um kind of lovely little blips at snippets snippets at at the at at the google doc word count i see them as threats more than anything um the final the final word count for this was 110,362 for this whole series script um which I don't say as a brag, but I do say as a that is literally more than ten times uh the length of actually I think it's almost twenty times the length of my master's thesis. <laughs> um, so clearly I should have a degree in Kingdom Hearts and not in yeah. uh, computer science. It's it's worth pointing out as well, uh, and we may have done in the past that Chase also puts together a a, a PowerPoint mm-hmm. to go along with the script, so that we've got images that are relevant to what's being said there's a massive amount of work and research and snipping and a lot of usually that... those i sit there just crying because uh windows's snipping tool just doesn't want to cooperate with me oh it, it, it's um it's worth it's worth saying as well that those powerpoints uh make up a lot of what you if you're viewing on youtube um but that that makes up a lot of what you the viewers see uh, is the same PowerPoint that we yes. get to see, and that's all. Chase. And it's worth thinking. So, so to summarize the process for the three of us, Chase spends weeks upon weeks locked in a room <laughs> slaving over this. Monty spends hours and days, a couple of days usually, <laughs> editing all of it. And I, I turn up and get given a beer, <laughs> <laughs> uh, an, an adult juice. Excuse oh, you. No! The balance of work does not seem very even, evenly sort of. But it's it, it's fine because we've said that you're writing the next one. So next time, not the next one, but in a couple. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. So next, next question, question. Charge Crow says, um, "Great breakdown. Love the series. And I did watch the old series pretty close to now, so it was perfect to get into right before this continuation started up again. Love all of my little scrunkly meow meow Lord Dump boys. I'm so sorry. No, I'm not. The scrunkly meow meow." <laughs> Scruggly meow meow boy. Yeah, I'll take scr- being a scruggly meow meow boy. I'll actually um, take that. The, the question, sorry, is this is the full comment. And the question is, I want to join Neil's fan base. Where can I sign up? <laughs> <laughs> is 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 the Google form working? Uh, no, uh, we we're entirely paper based. There is no Google form. They're, to they're, in, they're entirely we're entirely paper based. Um, we meet we we meet we meet down at the docks at midnight. Okay, I'll see you there. 
Uh, next question. Love you. <laughs> Love you answer. very much. Uh, the next question is, but, but, just to add to that, um, so yes, just in case you did miss it, Neil is joining Lord Dump full time. He'll be here for every single episode. It will always be the three of us moving forwards. Oh, um, God. <laughs> God damn it. Neil has also agreed uh, to be hosting one Woo! next year. Yes, Neil has agreed that he will be in the chair uh, before 2023 is out, uh, and we will raise that when the time in, comes. In the chair? You say that. Is is he not in a chair currently? Uh, <laughs> they just they crouch like gremlins on the other side of the table. Only the host like, gets a chair. Like scrunkly little meow meow like boys. Scrunkly <laughs> little meow meow boys. Um, next is uh, from Leon Fay, who, uh, sorry Leon Fay, you asked a lot of questions, I picked one, if that's okay, because we're running low on time. Um, ooh, questions for the upcoming theory video, they write. <laughs> Let's see, what's your absolute favourite moment of the whole series, with everything you've learned about it over the course of these videos? Man's castle. For me, it's... <laughs> Without Leon hesitation. Fe, no, Leon Fee wants to tell us their favourite moment. So for me, it's got to be Terra's heartless form ripping the bandages off in KH3 and oh, the horse, one day I will set this right that follows. And Such then. a good payoff for the end of BBS, Birth by Sleep, um, which is a quality moment, I've that got to say. Great, yeah. um, I don't know, what, what, what are your favourite moments? I've got a few, to be honest. Um, I mean, Men's Castle and Pursuing Chaos is a, a, a highlight, but if we want... That's probably my highlight of the filming because it was just, yeah. Yeah, God, yeah, yeah, by yeah. the point we got to that, we'd been recording delirious. for how many hours? We were completely drunk and delirious. So and, I, and I was just being petulant. You I were absolutely, totally it was very amusing. I thought yeah. I'd pissed you off. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> we're fine. No. We're fine. We've chatted about it. Um, um, this was, this was, of course, the first time we'd brought Neil in and I'm like, oh God, Neil hates doing this. Oh God. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> And it's no. Neil just gets quiet when he's drunk. <laughs> um, but uh, if, if you want the favorite moment of the lore, honestly, it very well might be Mickey Mouse's stupid little walk. Or honestly, the entire last third of... Really? The entire last third here. Of everything we've seen, that is, is your highlight. Just coming back to the life. entire last... Th I mean, there are so many moments. I have been very uh, open to them that I cry very often while writing these scripts yeah, i get really choked up like watching the cutscenes. Yeah. um obviously there's moments roxas but the entire and I'm, i i was joking about specifically the mickey walk but this entire last third from like the darkness is coming out of kingdom hearts all the way to the end is just like it is non-stop just like epic and it's just oh i love it so much love it what about yours neil Oh, good question. I've already, I've already mentioned. Obviously, we, we, we you, you saw this sort of. Anyone who watched the episode or listened to the episode saw the effect that Roxas coming back finally yeah. had on us. Uh, or, or I, I think I'm pretty sure you both cried. Oh, yeah, straight up cried. That, that's obviously a really wonderful moment. I think for me, and it might not be a moment, but I think the the countdown in in three five eight that sort of. As we're oh, as we're counting okay, down the days, yeah. and then we get to the last few units of time, and we by then we know what's going to happen. Mm. I think that for me, like my heart sank through my my, yeah. my boots. It was. Um, I think that's the one that really stands out to me. I have two favorite moments from filming. Uh, well, one filming is, wise, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have uh, a personal favorite is Hook doesn't know by any boys. And every time it makes me laugh harder and harder. Just Hook trying to go about his day, people coming down. That was just a quality yeah. one. The second to that is um, absolute <laughs> personal highlight, real personal highlight of the filming is 
uh, the opening of Kingdom Hearts 2. You spent an hour covering Roxas' oh time. Oh my god! We get, we get to the end, and, Neil, and Chase just turns to Neil and just looks him dead in the eyes, dead serious, and just goes, and Kingdom Hearts 2 begins. And Neil just goes, get f- <laughs> And I will bleep that. Um, that's, that's oh, I don't even think it was. I think it was longer than. I think it was literally like almost two hours. It was a we, long time. I thought we were ramping up to the end of the game. Yeah, you literally thought that we were near the end of the game. Oh my god! Which honestly, you and everybody who played that game. Yeah. That that was a, that was such a that was such a highlight for me as well. Like that was like okay, this anything can happen. Mm, like mm-hmm. this is. Wild, Monty. You had played Kingdom Hearts two prior to that. Did you know that that was coming from Neil? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was. It was honestly. There were a few things when I was like, "Oh, Chase, would you? I, I don't remember Kingdom Hearts well enough. Would you mind being the narrator? We need to bring someone who knows nothing. Let's bring in Neil. Uh, blah blah blah." Um, and then when I described it, there were a few moments that played through my head. The majority of them came from Kingdom Hearts two, <laughs> which is the death of Goofy. Oh, that and was the big one you said to me afterwards. You'd that been was a waiting real for. Yeah. Was waiting for. Um, yeah, Roxas's tutorial world. All of these moments, I was very excited for. Um, serious moment though like absolute highlight of the series is and we keep coming back to Roxas's return but I think I would personally flag and I know people don't like Kingdom Hearts 3 much uh, or there's there's polarizing perceptions of it um the entire moment from the second they get to the Keyblade graveyard yeah. to the end of that game is some quality yeah. storytelling yeah. um really really is also actually but then I'm also coming come back around to I love my big epic moments Kingdom Hearts 2 again because I think Kingdom Hearts 2 is phenomenal um, is Sora r- hollow bashing the dark the, the heartless are attacking Sora the image of Sora running into the heartless and it's a big massive battlefield oh, yeah. that is an awesome moment he's doing an Aragorn doing absolutely doing an Aragorn yeah going up against Mordor I, I love that but there's there's numerous moments. we could sit and reminisce on this for hours um, there's there's numerous great moments um, next question is what so from Subaru thir- one, sorry from Subaru 130 what are your thoughts on the new light versus darkness storyline do you think the Master of Masters' end goal of destroying the 13 Darknesses would be a good thing? Which is a good question, I think. I'm sorry, did Xehanort submit this? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think we covered in this episode our sort of, right now, our sort of trepidation of having like, oh, it's a new kind of darkness. Well, your trepidation, I like it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But as I've said, I'm not negative about it. I'm just excited to see what i'm anxious to see what it looks like when what what that's gonna actually look like in in terms of real-term gameplay um i would love it unironically love it if we get to the end of kingdom hearts 4 and the 13 darknesses are killed they're gone the master masters completes his plan but his plan isn't over yet that's just a stage in his big grand plan and actually that's that was a that was a a, a, a red herring there's actually more to it the master masters has another plan he's eh. got and we've got like light versions of heartless or something i would love it if darkness could exit the story as a as a evil force. that wouldn't make sense though given the chess game at the end of you know because it's setting up the lost master arc true very good point yeah but throw, just, throwing, I, throwing I think the other part of that question over to you chase what do you think about the plan the kind mm. of validity of of the master of masters plan? is it a good thing for the kingdom hearts universe if he does that? i do trust him as far as i could throw him but it feels like a very final fantasy plot line in a good way like a kind of very magical sacrifice kind of plot line mm. yeah um i'm I, I share a bit of the trepidation just in that as much as I love from a lore standpoint the concept of formless undestroyable darkness 
Uh, I, I do see the thing of, it's a spooky cloud. Yeah, a spooky cloud yeah. is a bit difficult. Whilst it was very cool, very, very, very cool when it appeared in Union Cross, I feel like it continuing to appear, especially when you get things like in Dark Road where it was a spooky cloud, but it yeah. wasn't one. And it's like, oh, okay, is everything going to be red herrings now? So I, I do think that we need to give them form, but then that kind of defeats the whole stakes of it being formless dark. So it's... Mm. It's tough. I've got trepidation. I'm very interested. I do have faith in Nomura and his team to, I'm not going to say pull off something that is uh, logically satisfying, but pull off something that satisfies me as a uh, maniacal lorehead. So <laughs> I think it's safe to say that, well, I speak for myself, not for anyone else, that I'm much more interested. And I'm, of course, they're going to be tied together because they're vessels in a way for the, for the darkness but I am much more interested in the foretellers as villains mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. right now. But see, even right that's now. only six of them, you know, so oh, it's yeah. or seven, including Lucia. So it's a question of, you know, what's going to happen with the rest of them. Yeah. yeah presumably just do the Kingdom Hearts three thing. You know, some of your old pals will get brainwashed. It'll be the same. And that, that'll be really that's, sad when that happens. Cause there's no coming back from that. Well, that's the biggest. Got to kill them. I'm kind of hoping that it's not just another, everybody's norted, but this time it's, Darkness just did it. Yeah. Uh, more questions. So uh, yeah. from uh, Nur Revel, he has two questions, or they have two questions. Uh, question one for everyone. Yes. What concept for a Kingdom Hearts story would you want to get a game of in the future? For example, Kyrie adventures as a Keyblade wielder, or Lushu traveling through the ages, or Axel Roxas and Shion beach party. I. <laughs> oh my god, I would adore a Kyrie game but yeah. as of right now i don't think that they're giving her character enough agency to mm-hmm. have a plot line i think that if there could be one in phase two once they actually start writing her a character please god nomura um then that would be phenomenal and i would love that a lushu game kind of the big issue is that up until zigbar Lucia doesn't really do anything other than, you know, his job of watching. Mm. So, whilst there's a lot I want to know about Lucia's past, I don't think a Lucia-centric game would interest me much. I'm trying to think. Mine is the Beach Party. Uh, I picked that. Beach Party's good, I'm not going to lie. Mine is a Union Cross console remake. Hands down, not kidding, a full-blown, fully-fleshed, fully-funded, fully-budgeted Union Cross console remake. Because now, knowing the story, I would play the crap out of that as a structured game. I would like to have a game, it would be really great if we had a game that explored a bit more of Xehanort's backstory, (laughs) and a little bit more of how he ended up as the Xehanort we know. Almost the the sort of dark road he'd have to walk down to become (laughs) that way. I would like Dark Road Part 2, but... But we actually do the interesting part of it yeah. about his character. Maybe we'll learn a bit more about like you know how the Disney worlds work. Maybe, maybe for I, mean, I don't know. You maybe, know. Maybe the world slowed down when you're there. Uh, you know, I, want to, I don't think we want to delve into that anymore because <laughs> yeah. we will be proven wrong. You know, what? I want say. I want an entire backstory game for Master Rodin. <laughs> actually, I I joke about that, but I do kind of want a backstory game of like a young Yen Sid. Oh no, you As, don't. Like, an no, you don't. nobody, nobody else you wants that. Could, yeah, no, for you, and it just looks like it just looks like Walt Disney. Um, well, <laughs> off, off, off the back of that, No Revel had a second question for us, and it's mainly for you and me, Neil. Um, okay. Do you feel like after all this journey, you understand why Kingdom Hearts has, as a story slash franchise resonates emotionally with people so much? And did the deep lore help that more or less? Uh, first part, one hundred percent. Like, we, I, I sort of joke around, and we all do, about how convoluted and silly it is, and I think that's why a lot of people 
probably have a lot of warm feelings towards it. I know, Chase, you'd, you'd love the, the, the weird stuff. Um, a hundred percent. It's, 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 it's silly and it's over the top. It's, it's, but it's, it's a lot of what I love, which is stories about sort of friendship overcoming and, and yeah. love overcoming, uh, you know, overcoming darkness, hearts, key blades. Um, no, it's a, I can totally see why people love it so much. Um, the second part is the Lord sort of lent more weight to that. I mean, it's difficult for me to separate them because having not really played the games and just having Chase's incredible job of going through it all, it's sort of tied into it for me. All, that's all That's all my experience of it. So, uh, yeah, I think so. Because we, we when we get those little weird lore bits at the end of a game, we get the Ansem reports and things like that. It, it piques our interest for the next one and we start talking, you know, Monty and I would start talking to each other. Oh, remember that in the answer? Oh, I'm excited for the next one. It might, it might add to the de- just my own personal density, right? But having the Lord delivered to me in a way where I can understand it, digest it, and question it most importantly, where yeah. there's someone here with answers in front of him of some capacity, even if they're just theories, that helps a lot. So it's, it's, it's a murky one for me. I think the lore has added to it, but the delivery of the storytelling by the games is lacking the delivery by Chase is amazing, but of course I would yeah. say that because you're one of my best friends. Um, so anyway, moving on. Uh, Daniel Boyle says two questions. Um, question one is, after having all of the lore dumped, do you guys have any intention of playing slash replaying the series or any future games? i am already started replaying King Hearts 3 because uh, Monty gave me money and then I instantly turned around and said F you and bought another copy of Kingdom Hearts 3 for my PC because I wanted to play the modded version. I gave him the money. I was like, Chase, here, here's the ad revenue from, from previous lore dumps. Um, and he's, like, he's, like, he's like, spend it wisely. Yeah. And within There's like 20 minutes, I sent him a picture of my receipt for purchasing another copy of Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> I got a couple of hours into one and haven't gone back since and i don't know whether it's because i've sort of got all this weight of knowing all the beats and all the big bits that come up uh that i need to kind of get past the bit of the slog at the beginning like i was wandering around traverse town going oh and it you know it was empty and and it was ps ps2 style and i was like kingdom hearts one to me just the gameplay feels dated and it it, it's a bit of a slog to play through as much as i love the lore I'm really curious if you'd feel the same way playing Kingdom Hearts 2, because Kingdom Hearts 2, whilst Kingdom Hearts 2 does feel a bit dated, it also, especially with the slight tweaks they've made in the remaster, play very nicely. Yeah, I might might just jump straight into that then. Um, You should play Union Cross. I can't play Union Cross, I thought. You should watch Union Cross. <laughs> um, well, I think the, the, the important note on that is that Neil and I are not going to play any future games before we do them. Oh, for no, 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 no. Uh, mainly because otherwise there'd be no show. Um, but simply, we're going to wait for Chase to play them, digest it, do his theories, and then come back to us. I get to play them. Only I get to play them. I am the Kingdom Hearts boy. Uh, Daniel Boyles also asks, uh, what are each of your favourite characters? So go on, chuck, chuck a couple at me. Oh. Who are your favourite just generally who are your favorite characters? oh god um Rico is an obvious yeah. one Kyrie is an obvious one I go very up and down on Sora Kingdom Hearts 3 Sora yes Kingdom Hearts I 2 really Sora like yes Kingdom Hearts yeah. 1 Sora no <laughs> um the master of masters obviously I, f- I feel like we're hitting very obvious beats I think I think I really like Xehanort as much as we might find him frustrating at times I really like Xehanort Obviously, Axel slash Lee yeah. is, is is I know I know it's a it's probably a real uh, uh, white bread answer, but 
um, yeah, just a, just a, the goodest boy. Along with that, obviously, comes Roxas and Shion. What's the name of that trio? <laughs> Which one? Uh, the, the, the Axel, Roxas, and Axel, Roxas, and uh, the Twilight Town trio. Twilight Town trio. That, that, that entire trio are my favourite characters. Top of the pyramid. That's, uh, Riku right that's underneath. Fair. Sora, yeah, sure. Love Sora. You play Sora. Sora's end, great. Right, towards the end. Towards yeah, the end. Yeah. Um, Master Master's great. Uh, enjoy Lushu because he's an interesting villain. Um, and that's kind of it, to be honest. That, not that everyone else is I bad, hate everyone so. else. Oh, sorry. I don't want to talk. How am I forgetting Aqua? Obviously, Aqua. Oh, yeah, Aqua's show. up there equal great to the show. Wayfinder trio. I love, love Aqua. I tell you what. Yes. Aqua is equal to the Wayfinder trio. Yeah, yeah. The four of them are right. The Aqua is part of the Wayfinder trio. trio. Not the Wayfinder trio. The Twilight Town. Sorry. <laughs> Aqua. <laughs> <laughs> Aqua is top of the Twilight Town. Trio. I, I actually, you asked us about. Someone asked us about uh, which games we'd like to see earlier. I'd love to play as, as Aqua in a oh, sort of hundred percent. Yeah, a standalone. Good. See, yeah. the thing is, as much I want a standalone Aqua game that is not um, fragmentary passage. Yeah. Um, I also don't think that Aqua's character works when she's alone. Because I, I think Aqua's character is so intrinsic upon that friendship. Mm. You, you should there be a way to incorporate it. I'd just love to play as, like, Keyblade Master Aqua. Um, you know what I want? Keyblade Master Kyrie. Do you know, how about Keyblade Master Sora? I don't think he's a Keyblade Master. He's, yeah. the, he's the chosen one. He doesn't need to be a master. If Sora doesn't get back from Kingdom Hearts 4 and Jensen goes, God damn it, fine, knight. Yeah. Did you, you meant you... But he hasn't done the exam. Yeah. <laughs> I went back in time as a ghost. He can't have oh. his driver's license yet. Um, next question is from TLR underscore Mr. Q. Um, seeing how moving forward we will be getting more properties involved, what square property do each of you want most? Final Fantasy fourteen. Mine has to be... Do- I'm not done. Mine has to be... Mr. TLR underscore Mr. Q isn't done. Uh, oh, excuse me. Mine has to be Drakengard slash Nier. I would absolutely... Oh, yeah. that'd be sick as hell. I would absolutely love the world, and the new mixing of the soundtrack would be S-tier. Plus, the story deals with data, so it'll fit. Um, great, yeah, <laughs> great comment. Um... Nier's got to be mine. I Nier's think it immediately go to. But that'd be sick as hell. I think Final Fantasy fourteen would be fun, but I say that as someone who's played Final Fantasy fourteen. I think actually conceptually <laughs> Nier would be cool. See, I'm a bigger fourteen addict than I am a King of Hearts addict, yeah. so you know why. I, I am. I will be shocked if we never get a uh, Kingdom Hearts um, crossover event with fourteen. What um? I'll, sh- I'll be shocked. What land would you into- if you do fourteen? Say announce it. What first one do you go oh. to? Which one would you? What land would you want them to go to? Because it'll have to just be one. So that's a fantastic question. You know? See, I, f- I feel I feel like into, you know? I feel like it needs to be basic Eorzea, but then it's like, how do you do that as a singular world kind Without of thing? making it a bit basic and crap? Yeah, yeah. it's. Mm, I don't. Put him on the moon. <laughs> Put him on the fourteen moon. There's a couple in there for me from uh, from Square Enix. I think the Marvel's Avengers. Um, I was wondering about this, right? Because, because, <laughs> Just well, to be clear, not the versions that we like. The versions from the specifically. Uh, oh god. Square Enix sold their company that made Marvel's Avengers. So I'm wondering, do they still have the video game rights? And does Working with Disney, would Disney be able to re-give them the rights despite somebody else already having the rights? So I'm kind of curious. Well, I'd imagine there's a, I'd imagine there's a million clauses when you when you sign up to do something like that as a publisher. Personally, as somebody who's not a Marvel fan, 
I desperately do not want Marvel Worlds. I, I would hate Marvel Worlds in my Kingdom Hearts game. I think one. Just, just give me one. You, you know it's coming. 20, give, me, give us an Avengers World. Avengers, like, if, yeah, if it needs yeah. to be anything, give me an Avengers World. Yeah. Like a basic Avengers v. Loki. New York. Avengers 1 yeah. They read yeah. it for an hour max so everyone can I, I, I think, I know they're not, it's, it's not <clears throat> uh, directly made by Square Enix, but I know Square Enix are the, the, uh, parent company of IO Interactive mm. so I think Hitman and I'd like to have Agent 47 just shoot some people in the head <laughs> just straight up Xehanort doing a speech and he gets garroted or pushed into a pool <laughs> of acid or had a formula car one car dropped on him um, um, yeah, well this, this actually leads me into uh, more questions from really Mr surprising. Fredo Renton Mr Fredo Renton who asks us a fair few questions but I'm going to kick off with them um, what Disney property are you disappointed has not been used in the series yet Brave Oh, I was just about to say Brave. that. Just I would love a... The Brave World would work so well. I'd go for Inside Out, personally. I think Inside Out... An Inside Out World would also work for yeah. Can you imagine, it's like, it's inside Xehanort's head? Oh, <laughs> no. You mean, like, the little grumpy Xehanort? Or the happy Xehanort? <laughs> Friendship Island is crumbling there, yeah. I, uh, inside Out, for sure. I, though, desperately want Brave World. I would say... It's maybe a bit similar to Brave, but I would love to see the original Robin Hood, the animated Robin mm, Hood character. Oh, that would be great. Oh, that's I'd love good. to see that. That's a really good one. Um, then we've got a which car what which character design did you each like the most? Which character design? Ooh. Yeah, not character, but character design. Flesh boated Anson. <laughs> <laughs> no. Flesh boated Xemnas. <laughs> um, mine is Dark Aqua. Um, I remember Ooh. when we saw Dark Aqua, and it's the fact that her clothes look like they're growing out of her skin and oh, transforming to... Oh, oh, it's such a cool concept. Um, um, yeah, that's probably one of my favourites. It's tough because your head immediately gets flooded with the five or six people that are just variations of the same person. Yeah. Uh, I mean, literally. Chon Teal, what are we talking about? Chon Teal. Chon Teal, they designed Chon Teal to have, oh. like, teal hair, my favourite colour, and yeah. a Cruella de Vil jacket. Such a cool concept. I've already talked about this. Absolutely Kyrie, specifically in her KH3 outfit. I am obsessed with that outfit. I want that outfit. Good answer. Yeah. KH3 yeah. Kyrie. Um, Fredo, I, I really hope that you don't mind me skipping over a few more of your questions because we've got a, basically a, one last question, which is pretty much every second comment, and we are all very short on time. It is very late in the day, and we all need to get home. So um, last question, uh, and again, thank you so much for sending these in, which is pretty much from a whole bunch of you, which is what series will you cover next? I refuse to write anything that well, isn't Kingdom Hearts. So you'll see me when Missing Link comes Chase out. Chase totally is taking fair. a well-deserved yes. break until well, well in terms of hosting until well into next year. Monty can pick up the first part of this because yeah. uh, you're 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 mm -hmm. hosting for the next couple. Well, we um we're we're, we're still trying to figure out our 2023 release date. Um, we, uh, but basically, guys, don't expect at the risk of disappointing everybody. Don't expect to hear from Chase in 2023. He says no. Um, I, I know well, no, no, just to clarify, well, he will be here, just not hosting. Yes, yes he, will, he will be here for every episode. Just I'm getting hosting, kicked yes. out of the podcast. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, the, the, the reality is that we, we, we are not, we, we do not want to, and we refuse to, fall into a rhythm where, for example, Missing Link, which comes out in April, I believe, from the trailer we saw. If that releases, first off, that's a mobile game, and we're not doing a lore dump for the first chapter of that yeah. when there might be eight chapters. Uh, we'll yeah. wait until that. There's comes. a Missing Link movie that comes out in April. We're not going to make any promises. Um, for, no. for 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 anything until we know for sure that things are a done. Yeah. Um, because 
again, do you want a lore dump for every chapter, which is 20 minutes long? We, we don't want to do that. We also don't want to be in a position where every episode is Chase going, I think this might be covered in two weeks when it's out. And also, <laughs> finally, we don't want to put that on Chase. Of no, 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 no. Having to play it immediately, become an expert on yeah. it, and then and then do all the writing. It's going to take what do you mean? I, I absorb the lore instantaneously. Don't give yourself an out. Yeah, no, it's it's going to take all the fun out of a franchise, which, as much as we like to tease it, is clearly very dear to Chase's heart, and we want to make sure that Chase is still able to enjoy the franchise that he loves so dearly. Would you want to enjoy that if you were rushing through Kingdom Hearts four in a day so you can suddenly so we can be ahead? We're not. We're never going to be that sort of podcast. We're never going to be that sort of situation where we are trying to pump out content, as I'm sure you can tell by the release schedule. Um, So, so next up, next up, what what I'm going to say is is that. Here's a little tease for the next lore dump. Played college ball, you know. That's a cushy Ivy League school. <laughs> Try University of Texas. Could've gone pro if I hadn't joined the Navy. I'm not one of those beltway pansies. I could break the president in two with my bare hands. So there you go, that's your tease. Really hope you enjoyed that. Neil, what was your favorite part of the clip? <laughs> Chase, what was your favorite bit? I liked the part where, um... What is we, this bit? I liked the part where we saw, um, Lance Reddick meet his clones. And there was one that was really silly, and he was making a microwave burrito. So, we hope that you're really excited for that. Um, that is actually a requested um, game, so... so Believe it or not. Believe it, believe <laughs> wow. it or not. Oh my um, god. So, and, uh, yeah, we're really looking forward to that. Now, the plan is for 2023. We're not going to cover every single game or franchise that we're going to cover, but while Chase recovers, um, <laughs> uh, Neil and myself will be taking over, just just like the good old days. Um, <laughs> and, what do you um, mean? I've never done it. <laughs> good point, yeah. Just like the good old days when uh, when it was just me and it was, all, I, it was all under my control and I didn't have to rely on anything else. And I got to be the one who comes over is handed an adult juice yes. and a pizza and then goes home. Yeah. We, we are, the, pl- the plan is that before 2023 is over, we are going to cover the next game, the game that you just saw the clip of, which uh, you know I'm sure the comments will go nuts with. Um, then we will cover three minimum, three franchises before in their entirety before the year is out. And then we will be covering Kingdom Hearts. Um, and we want to get in a good rhythm of rhyme here where we're not doing four or five games in a weekend. We'd like to cover them after the route, you know, just a weekend to discuss Kingdom Hearts. Shockingly, we do have lives. Yes, we absolutely do. And Chase and Neil particularly have jobs, full-time jobs. So that's why we're not doing monthly releases. Um, one of the other questions, and I don't have a particular person that read it out, but I do want to give a bit of clarification for is, we, we were asked simply, you know, why do these take so long? Uh, which is, it's a fair enough question. Uh, the honest answer is, because we are chunking them up. You've heard Chase discuss today just how long it took for the Kingdom Hearts write-up, never mind how long it takes to record these. It's worth me noting as well, if we wanted to, you know, we could take, I don't know, look at Union Cross, it's a four and a half hour video, we could chunk that up into 30 minute podcasts and release them monthly. But if- Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. No, you don't want that, we don't want to do that. And if we did that, Guys, we'd still be on Kingdom Hearts 2 right now, (laughs) as far as your release schedule is concerned. Kingdom Hearts 2. Episode 13. Yeah, <laughs> nobody wants that. So simply, th- th- they'll come when they come, um, is, is my honest answer. And I hope that you're willing to be patient with that. Thank you for being patient with these. Um, but we're, we're hoping to release more lore dumps next year. Aye. We're just never going to be in a position, Woo. unless, I don't know, we somehow we all fall into doing this full time, which is, you know, financially, 
irresponsible and impossible right now. Uh, merchandise is available in the, <laughs> the link down below. Um, we, we, we will never be able to get into a position where you're going to get one of these once a week. We're never going to promise that because we don't want to make promises we can't keep. What we will promise is that we'll keep going and we'll keep coming Kingdom Hearts and other sal things until... Chase gets sick of it. Uh, basically, we'll be sixty years old covering Until Kingdom no Hearts Ten. Ruins it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, and with that, I don't think I have much else to say. Just other than thank you so much thank for you. listening. Um, I hope you have a lovely rest of the year because our next Lord Up will be in January. Yeah. And um, yeah, thank you so much for the comments and the love and and the shares. People sharing these on Reddit is incredible. Um, and we'll see you next time. Remember, dear viewers, to let your hearts. Be your guiding keys. Bye. All the way to the subscribe button and the merch. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. I'm clever. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.